0: The Better on Draft podcast is recorded live in Detroit Sound Studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, and Matt.
1: We are live, episode 88 of the Better of Draft podcast, the Eric Lindros episode. the Michael Irvin playmaker episode.
0: Oh, no, no. Never a cowboy in this place. Never. <laughs> never.
2: Ever. You got, a, you got a Pittsburgh Steeler guy in mind? Not an 88, no. no. Not an no, 88? There's, there's...
0: Martavius Bryant? I mean, he, he has to prove himself from coming off a of suspension until he gets mentioned.
1: So uh, moving away from <laughs> wow. Pittsburgh sports, uh, <laughs> welcome. We have a, a, a nice full house going on today. Um, all of the hosts are in, which I think is a first. That happens. And, uh, every once in a while. Welcome, Dan. Hey. Hi. Up?
3: Hey.
1: Welcome to the show.
3: Th- I'm not hey, don't talk, I'm not drunk yet. Don't talk. Not, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, skip to,
1: we'll skip Dan right now. He's. Uh, I guarantee you he's either going to be drinking a King Cobra or a Newcastle. That's that's the, <laughs> Because you can see. Or PBR. Or PBR. He hasn't drank PBR in a while. Oh, oh, on the
3: show, yeah. On the show. Okay.
1: On the show. So you're drinking a Newcastle?
3: Yeah, I'm drinking a (laughs) Newcastle. It's good. Welcome. Yeah. I got re-addicted to these last Friday. I drank like 15,
1: 12-ounce bottles. I was going to say, that's that's what happened the first time you did it. (laughs) When we were drinking $2 bottles of Newcastle over at uh, the the club. Orchid.
2: Yeah, that happens. Orchid. Orchid the nightclub
1: oh yeah mm. we were that was two dollar you call it might have been after a show actually i think too
2: oh there you go
3: <laughs> yeah oh yeah way back when, yeah way, back <laughs> in front when of the old studio yeah we were like hey let's go to orchid
2: instead
1: nick what's going on How's it going, man? So you're in your typical Bullet Club shirt? Fuck yeah.
2: For <laughs> life. Well, Do you own any what? other I, shirts in the no. world? I actually or? own a lot of other shirts. Okay. I don't it's, believe it. I don't, Just I'd, choose not to wear uh, uh, Well, Well,
1: yeah. Well, this is like me when I was wearing the North Center shirt. Every yeah, week, right. Week, in, yeah, week out. What are you drinking over there?
2: Double fisting to start. Uh, I got a Rochester Mills Imperial Milkshake Stout to start. And the Unfinished Business from Perrin that I cracked open and spread some of that around here today. All
4: right. Matt Bush. Hey, Ken. How are you? I'm busy, Ken. You're busy. <laughs> yeah, I just sat down.
2: I know. He just inhaled an entire honey.
4: How's, how's the new job? Uh, It's keep me busy. Keep me busy.
2: Congrats on selling your first house, by the way. Two houses. I, yeah, I was saying your second house. Yeah, in nice. your second house. Yeah. Like
4: 16 yeah. hours.
2: How big were the houses?
4: Uh, well, I mean, they're both uh, 15 square foot.
2: Ranches? Bungalows?
4: Um, is this a real estate show? Yeah. I'm a little
2: aware. <laughs> <laughs> better on mortgages. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I wake up
4: beating at that show. 71. We're now sponsored by Capital Mortgage Funding. And MLS number three Well, isn't this ABI
3: commercial? <laughs> <laughs> not here. What, Un- what about United Shore? Sure. Yeah, yeah.
4: The USPBL. Maybe we'll get we'll, some we'll short get tickets there in a minute.
1: You to come to me, uh, I got tickets. What are right? you? You're not drinking anything yet.
4: I don't have anything yet. I've got a Zima. Zima? That's not a, bo- a Zima. That's a bottle
3: of water. Dude, the first time I ever threw up was on Zima and no. 151. Is the is going to be the mystery beer for this. You
1: one. never have a good experience <laughs> with 151 in your life, do you? No, I
3: do. That's the only time I've thrown up front of it. That I'm
1: was okay, the first time. The first time you ever mean, throw up drinking was on the Zima? No, and 151. And 151. Oh, and, oh, and 151. Did you mix them oh, together? And.
2: No. Okay. It's, it was a follow-by. He, he was
4: cutting 151 with the <laughs> Zima.
2: I'd buy that
0: for a dollar, Rob. What's going on? Hey, how's <laughs> it going? Buy that for a dollar. What are you Uh, drinking over there? uh, I am somewhat double fisting. I just got a pour of uh, Moonset uh, IPA that uh, Angela just handed me. And I brought a bit of my homebrew that. Oh, did you open? I, uh, I, I opened this one. Yes. Uh, I mean, if you want to crack that one open, doesn't matter. How but, long
2: but has this one been sitting?
0: This one. This is well. It's the same one that I was bitching about last time. It's basically was, had been sitting for in the bottles for probably the better part of the last five weeks. Oh, it's
4: gonna be skunky.
0: So no I way. Mean, no. It, it's oh. just kind of a uh, let's see because I, I had another one. Uh, last week, and I said, you know what? Actually, this is—it's okay. It's, it was better than the first one I had. So. You know, I figured. As, all right, as the me.
4: kids say, I'll fuck with this. Yeah. <laughs> so bring it.
0: Bring which, it to- which kids say that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Do, <laughs> Wait, do kids actually dish? say that? Right? I'll know? fuck so
1: with right? this. Yeah, exactly.
4: That's what, that's what they say in the streets now. That's pretty with, their, <laughs> what's with the fidget ABV? spinners.
2: What's what's the, um, what's the generation after
0: millennials? That so. was the problem fuck with tarts. the ABV. I did not have a hydrometer at the time, so I have no idea. So there, there could be no alcohol. That's what you're saying. <laughs>
3: you made tea. This might be a 2.2 percent. It was a. Drinking
0: kombucha? <laughs> uh, yeah. If I was making kombucha, I would I would leave that at home because I I don't want the idea of actually killing somebody by screwing that up. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, no really?
3: You can kill someone? Oh, if, merely a flesh. If, if you make it, yeah, of if you liver.
0: make it wrong. You you could actually kill somebody with kombucha, mm. so that's uh,
3: getting some ideas.
0: You must yeah, really I'm have
2: to fuck that up
3: if you're gonna, you can kill.
0: someone I'm trying to think what you'd. I, have I to forget do. what you'd have to do.
3: Like if it's just like
0: sitting too long during the brew process. Drop cyanide next. Like
4: here, <laughs> here, let me go,
0: let me
3: Google how can you kill someone with kombucha. Well, I made my rice in uh, kombucha, and that killed like a bunch <laughs> of rice and kombucha. Oh my god!
4: <laughs> Napalm kombucha.
2: Angela, save this show. How are you doing?
5: <laughs> I, I can't compete with this. <laughs>
2: She's gonna actually add to the flame, actually. <laughs> uh,
1: what you drinking over there?
5: I have the moonset that you brought back for me. Moonset. From, from Half Ager, Acre. My favorite brewery. Oh, yeah, man.
1: Is it on a half acre? <laughs> uh no. It's a it's a tiny little place, at least the uh the bar room is. Mm-hmm. They got like a a, so small got a half line acre. You can't get doing?
5: in half the time.
4: Yeah, it's a big uh, Is it false advertising then?
3: Yeah, I, maybe we should sue them. Sue them just
4: because <laughs> sell them a C and D. Call it three quarters of two acres. Jeez. <laughs>
0: All right, Kona. Calm Three down. quarters. I was say that's one and a half acres. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> might be. No, so it's not. You're
1: drinking the moonset. Anything else you got in front of you?
5: Um, unfinished business. Yeah, you know.
1: unfinished business. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we also have a guest here in studio today, all the way from New
4: Belgium. New Belgium,
1: hello, George. What's going on? Well,
6: hello, what's up, guys? Hello. Happy hello, to be man. here. I, 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 I'm taking full ownership of all of the host being here tonight. Live <laughs> excitement about me coming in. So
4: I was wondering uh, if you just really liked New Belgium because he has welcome. the shirt and bottles in front of him.
6: Just, just uh, so thanks for cleaning just, I'm just a, big <laughs> just,
5: just a fan girl. Just the, uh,
1: the, the, the the corn cups. You brought the corn cups from New Belgium too.
2: We got a couple of those they're, floating they're, around they're too know.
6: They're not. Don't don't eat those not yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We got
2: yeah. a couple of those cups floating around here with the uh the the stuff that Angela's passed around and I got one for myself.
1: So or... what? Are you, what are you drinking down
6: there?
2: So I am. I am triple fisting. Okay. Oh, oh, shit. I, hey, I am, I'm, I'm drinking whatever. You know what? what our game guest is maybe? like outdoing us. We gotta get back <laughs> on our. Everyone's just handing me beers, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna gladly
6: accept all of those. Yeah, I got a moonfist. Uh, moonfist, correct? Uh, what is it? Moonset. 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 Moonfist. That f- sounds real that's dirty. New Belgium beer, right there. Absolutely, and unfinished business, which I will have to say ages very well. Very well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that
4: like they, they cut out the cinnamon.
0: You no, know, they they yeah, definitely yeah. cut definitely. out the cinnamon. Yes, Mister. Was there
4: cinnamon in unfinished business? Try to make a no right. oh, rules. Oh, you know what I am thinking of no rules. So. Yeah, I can't keep my beer straight anymore. <laughs> so
2: really quickly, I actually this was sitting in my fridge for a little while. So. Well, yeah, it was
1: released, but What, it, six months, eight months. Yeah, now? yeah, mm-hmm. and
2: it's been sitting in the fridge since. So.
1: Well, thank you for bringing it and sharing it. You're welcome.
2: So, uh, and, what do you? What and, uh, do you? Oh, oh, and a dayblazer,
6: and a dayblazer. Oh, that, yeah. that, well, now that, <laughs> that, now that's a good beer. Our easy going, very well. Yeah, I, I figured I'd start. I'd start light and work my way up from there. So this comes in 22 ounce can or 24 ounce cans. It does. We are the, we are the first craft brewery to put can put beer in 24 ounce cans,
2: <laughs> and I, and I think.
6: I think I really need to start selling paper bags with it, so we can. Sell
7: oh, yeah, paper bags. <laughs> no, you got like to jump right the the 32. Yeah, jump up to like the 32 ounce can. 32 and, ounce. Yeah. Well, I mean, the you, can? Can, yeah. you can try and,
0: and partner up with uh, Griffin Claw and those little, those old that, that paper, ounce, that little yeah. paper bag, that the paper styrofoam, the paper koozies. Oh yeah, yeah, that's
6: awesome.
4: <laughs> or you could just jump to insulated fouries. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Oh my God. It do not have 40s. to be insulated. Just no. put it in a forty. We Goddamn. released. We actually released a forty. I think it was a brewery only release for our forty thousandth batch. It was called uh, Cobra Horse, and it was. In, <laughs> that
2: sounds badass, <laughs> was, dude. Was a, I drank that. It
6: was in an actual forty glass forty bottle. <laughs> what kind of beer that? was it? Um, I'm sure, just a filthy malt. Hell bomb. yeah! Um, that's that's all Daniel. Yeah, he right loves his malt liquor. Like prior, prior to my time at, at malt brewery. liquor,
3: yes, yeah. malt liquor is <laughs> amazingly good. <laughs>
1: Well, hold on real quick. So I told you about the uh, the Founders DKML, the, yeah. the malt liquor. Are you excited for it? I like, am,
3: actually. I was like, oh, get, or I, yeah, I was like, get me some. like
1: Barrel-aged malt liquor. But then
3: I was like, I live in Arizona. There will be cases of it laying on the floor. Just like there's, <laughs> still, like <laughs> there's <laughs>
1: still cases of KBS. CBS just...
6: and shit like that. So I'll be good. So what
3: do you do
1: for New
6: Belgium? So I am the local beer ranger, um, basically sales, marketing, eventing in southeast Michigan. Then. So
1: you would have done the the beer fest tomorrow that got canceled?
6: Um, actually, no. That's uh, that's my counterpart that handles this area. I okay. basically go up to six ninety six and then around up to the thumb, um, down to Ohio and over to Canton. So yeah, I have no idea why it got canceled. But yeah, he would have been manning that, and I probably would have just showed up for a bit. Yeah, I saw.
1: I don't know. I think they they must have had some type of issue with tickets because they were giving away like tickets for like twenty dollars for VIP tickets. <laughs> So I think Damn. they must not have sold enough to, to cover everything oh, gotcha. and rescheduled. Um, but isn't this weekend like bur- bur- barbecue, bourbons, and brews in Ferndale? Yeah. It is, yeah. Trying to compete dollars with other events that are very local is probably something that Wait, they don't call it the pig them. and
3: whiskey anymore?
1: No, I think oh, pig no, and whiskey is a
2: different that's It's another it's event.
1: Possible. Yeah, yeah event. That's full. Yeah,
3: there's like it's
0: six events much. in Ferndale now. Pig- yeah, pig and whiskey next month.
4: I yeah, pay attention, Dan. Isn't, isn't, our, isn't Ferndale like full of vegans and gluten free and no, they're going to put it not, no, not, not at all not in any way really
3: I'm, i would have no. thought that would be like, downtown that would have been like a, well, like vegan
6: central 10 years.
1: a lot of hipsters yes but not well, vegans yes.
6: hipsters like bacon I mean, <laughs> you pull out the barbecue down Bacon there. Bacon and PBR. Oh, hell yeah! It's <laughs> hopefully it, like, fat tire because I just went and set up down there earlier. <laughs> is it gluten free? Um, no, oh, it fucked. is not. Well, doesn't is, is extra gluten uh, filled? Actually, I, I know gluten. fat
1: tire has done some. Do you guys don't don't you guys have a cider or two in your? Uh, we
6: do. It's not in Michigan, so okay. we did some test markets. Uh, it's called Side Trip. Uh, we did, I believe, we did a a sweet, a semi sweet, and a dry and i think we seeded uh chicago our home market and fort collins and denver and maybe a couple other spots but uh yeah hasn't uh hasn't migrated over this way yet I'm surprised because I, I would
1: assume Michigan's such a huge uh, cider state it, it that it is, would be yeah. a great for a test market to see how it does, especially in comparison to your Blakes, your Vandermill, Cut, all these other cideries that have production within the entire state.
6: Yeah, I was surprised as well because we are an apple state. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we grow a lot of apples. We make a lot of beautiful ciders. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if uh, down the line we get some in the state.
1: So you are the beer ranger. Asher is in Texas now? Is yeah, that what so, I heard?
6: Yeah, Asher was our field marketer based out of Grand Rapids. He okay. was in with me uh, uh, last year when we came in and did the yeah. podcast. And let's see, he went down, I want to say last fall, uh, him and his wife Megan went to Austin um, and he took a, a similar role with the brewery brewery down there. Um, and he actually just had a uh, baby girl. Oh, go Asher. Yeah. We uh, we loved yeah. having you guys on. You and uh,
1: you and Asher did a great job on it's the a show. a great time. So that's why when we saw, because there's an event coming up that you guys are doing. I think it's countrywide, but there's like one in Detroit that's specific.
6: Yeah. So uh, Tour de Fat, um, it's basically a music, beer, and bicycle carnival. It's something we've been uh, hosting since the early 2000s. Um, Typically, it's something we've, we've hosted in, like, a dozen cities across the country. Um, this year, we're really ramping it up, and we're actually hosting one in Detroit and Grand Rapids. Um, July 29th for the Grand Rapids, kicking it off, and then Detroit, August 12th. Um, so, yeah, we're... we're very excited. This has been something I've been pleading with the brewery for the longest time to get this event in Detroit. So.
4: Do you think it's going to take that long to bike from Grand Rapids to Detroit? <laughs> it's going to take at least two weeks,
6: yeah. Um, after all, the beer, I, I hope everyone intakes.
5: You're going okay to lead the, the pack, right?
4: Me?
6: Yeah, you will. Right?
4: <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe on one of those uh, hoverboards, like, I so I don't have actually to, have to <laughs> I don't actually have to pedal. <laughs> I'll just be, like, charging forward and leading the pack. (laughs) I'll get one of those wands that, like, the the conductors will carry. Just or I would
1: just expect you to be on one of those, like, New York taxis, the bike taxis. The rickshaws? (laughs) Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah.
3: You're just sitting in there going, go. Go.
4: Go. Or I could get one of those, like, motorized bikes or maybe a little mini bike.
3: Get a moped.
4: Get a moped.
6: Riding around. And everyone
1: else is in a bike. What about a Razor scooter? You could lead the pack with a razor.
6: I don't have my fans no, anymore. You need someone on a Segway. <laughs> hooked segway. to a rickshaw rickshaw and you're riding in the rickshaw <laughs> that's the ultimate mode of transportation
7: <laughs> a the segway, by segway. is the rickshaw
4: Let's just you know screw it let's go back to the horse and carriage
7: <laughs> Nick
3: will be driving the segway pulling you <laughs> oh come on so this be is
4: going he's the jockey riding the
3: horse <laughs> oh
1: this is going to can be I, going can on. can i
5: punch him now Yeah.
1: Uh, no, no wait till the break
5: damn it
6: cold-blooded this is going to be going on too at a yeah, so um, <laughs> August twelfth, like I said, for Detroit. See, it at not park. too tall. Um, I know not. Yeah, we uh, we have a lot of pre events <laughs> <laughs> leading up to it. Um, we're doing a thing called Fat Tire Fridays, uh, kind of nationally, um, where we're really. Uh, really getting behind Fat Tire and, and getting giving people a reason to go to bars on a Friday night and in anticipation of you know getting a good price on a Fat Tire, a good price on a craft beer. So we're doing some lead-up e- events to Tour de Fat, and then some actual pre-parties the day of. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, Skylar Gray is performing. She's going to be the headliner. Nice. Yeah, she's, uh, she's a multi- multiple-time nominated... Uh, Grammy uh, uh, musician, so she's she's very talented. We're excited to have her. Um, and then locally, uh, we have Valley Hush, um, this quasi-indie band that we've worked with uh, a couple times, but they're, they're super talented, and um, I'm excited to see them as well.
4: Do you have a, a bike route? How long is the ride going to be, or is it
6: just kind of... So there's going to be multiple rides, okay. um, unofficially. Um, so it's a little bit different than um, previous years of Tour de Fat, Um, it's basically four to nine and the party is going to be concentrated at Shane Park. Um, typically we've done bike parades, but, um, it's been very difficult, uh, to, to kind of do that nationally and organize and do it in a safe way. Um, so we're actually the nonprofit. So the whole thing with Tour de Fat is we, we raise money for different nonprofits, different organizations in Detroit specifically, we're working with slow roll. Um, so, what we're planning to do is have some pre-events at some of our bar partners in Detroit. Uh, some I'm sure you're familiar with, Hopcat, uh, Bobcat Bonnie's, um, mm-hmm. potentially Falling Warehouse. So, some places that are in uh, little different regions around Shane Park, and doing pre-parties, and then doing a slow roll led bike ride from those bars over to Shane Park uh, to party. Right on. Yeah, costumes very much encouraged. Costumes? Oh, <laughs> what kind whoa. of costumes uh, we got? Anything. On. <laughs> so I went to the Fort Collins one a couple of years ago. I took uh, I took some of my distributors, um, and we went out and partied there. And there was about twenty five thousand people um, that were all geared up for this bike parade and this carnival. And one of the coolest things I have ever seen. There was a. Um, it had to have been a group of about eight people um, all dressed up in Mad Max garb.
7: <laughs> i you sure they were they, dressed
6: up? They, they, they had a wagon where they were towing their kids that was built out to look like the Thunderdome. Um, oh, so, I mean, <laughs> these these people, they go all Hold on for it.
4: I got this. Uh-oh. We're all going to get bikes and balloons, and we're going to be the Mario Kart team. Oh, no. 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 We've awesome. got Toadstool, we've got Princess, oh. we've got Bowser.
2: Of course, I gotta be the fucking midget.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rob, do you want to be my Luigi?
2: Uh, no, oh God.
0: not really. Would you want to be my Yoshi? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't see where you're going with
1: that, Good Lord. I don't know. You're getting awfully red really fast, and you haven't <laughs> been drinking. No,
4: I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just really excited about being Mario Kart.
6: <laughs> that's a that's a superb idea. I, I really oh, enjoy that.
4: I, I want. I'm going as Wario because I like the the pink and yellow, or the purple and yellow. <laughs>
6: My God,
4: Rob, do you want to be Donkey Kong?
3: <laughs> oh, here we go! <laughs> wow, now
0: that's very yeah. close to the line, right there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, if you, I'm just thinking, if you, if, <laughs> if you would like <laughs> to be a, I love how <laughs> stepper. Everyone
4: caught it, but you. You guys all have terrible minds. That's why. <laughs> yeah, no, you're
0: because I have right. to have a terrible mind to hear shit like that. <laughs>
1: So Shane Park,
7: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Shane Park over in Park. Detroit. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're, they're in... probably going to
6: be doing going on the Cud
1: and Jefferson.
6: Mm-hmm. And... Absolutely, yeah. There's going to be. Hopefully, we can get on the the. Uh right on the riverfront there. It's it's beautiful um the build out that they've done over the past few years.
1: Are you guys going to do any collaboration like since Atwater's literally right there like two blocks from Shane Park? Not
6: that I know of. I don't think there's there's any plan uh, in the works for us. It's uh we're it's timing up actually in Detroit with uh, a marquee launch, beer launch that we have coming. Actually that brought the beer um our first line extension with Fat Tire, so uh, a Fat Tire Belgian White, so we're excited to have that Ooh. kind of unveiled. Um, Don't you guys have a Belgian White right now? We we have a filtered uh, Belgian Wheat uh, Sunshine, um, which has been kind of a staple beer uh, for us for probably close to 20 years now, um, but we wanted to do something uh, more traditional um, and something hopefully better than anyone's doing right now, um, an unfiltered version uh, and, and something that we can experiment with a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're excited to showcase that at, at the Tour de Fat.
4: So I guess that's kind of our cue, right? Is that what you're saying?
6: Uh, a, yeah, let's have at it. <laughs> so this is what – what
1: is this exactly? So you so, said it's called oh, Fat cra-
6: Tire. Um, this is our first <laughs> Fat Tire uh, brand extension that we've ever done. Um, Fat tires. I'm sure you guys all know is is our lead dog, Um, and we've been very hesitant to really kind of mess with the brand. Um, Sure. When you look at the market, um, to us there's kind of a there's a gap there um, in uh, craft breweries uh, that have you know that that true craft heritage brewing um, a very you know a quality Belgian white. Um, So with this guy in particular, um, we use Seville oranges. Um, which the orange peel uh, and it's a little bit tart. The, the the peel is it's tart. the The flesh of the orange is very juicy, um, so it adds uh, a little bit more depth um, than um, some of the probably the macro uh, Belgian whites you guys made. Like have the
4: had. Uh, like the Valencia orange whites. The
6: Valencia, yeah. Which Valencia <clears> oranges are <throat> awesome, um, but they do tend to be very sweet and cloying. Um, and personally, um, I tend to stay away from overly sweet beers. Um, so this is something. With the Seville oranges, with the um, grains of paradise, and Indian coriander, also, which is. I don't get a uh, whole lot of the coriander. citrusy. It's Definitely very get the grains citrus. of paradise, for sure. You get though. that up front? The citrusy oh. part, though. Yeah,
4: no, that's okay. actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be.
6: Yeah, I mean, it, we still want it to be very approachable. Um, Belgian whites are something that, you know, people drink in bulk. Um, so we want something that is. You know, incredibly approachable, Mm. um, but still very clean um, and not overly sweet. And I
2: think our our Mm. brewers did a a pretty kick-ass job. Definitely clean. Definitely one of the sessionable.
4: I don't get the the chalkiness that I get from some of the Belgians. Mm. The kind of yeasty, chalky. Yeah,
6: yeah. It's it's very clean. Um, I've had it next to a, a, a handful of different Belgian whites. And I will say, I, I assume it's the Seville oranges, but it's just a, a slightly different flavor profile. Um, I, I really want to try the actual orange peels alongside this beer uh, to pick up the, the difference there, because everything I've read, they are very, um, they're very, very tart and a little bit of sourness in there as well. So,
4: so any plans for you to be going to bars with bags of oranges and showing the bartenders how to? Point glass?
6: <laughs> no, no plans for that. Uh, you know, we've talked internally if, if that's something. If oranges are something that we want to, you know, sell the beer with, um, and obvious, you know, honestly, it's just something. If that's what people want, they want to put orange in the beer. Awesome. Um, personally, I'm not going to sell it in with the orange. I think it's a, a fine beer without the fruit. Um, when I get a beer with the fruit in it, I immediately take it out and eat the fruit and then drink the beer. So um, maybe we'll do a, a save the fruit campaign. Um, that would be a great hashtag. Save the fruit. Save the fruit. No,
4: I really think that would be a great hashtag. Like, roll this out and then... Literally save – or save the oranges at least. Save the
1: fruit. You hear
6: that New Belgium marketing team? Save the fruit. Hashtag save save the
4: fruit fruit
1: should be the launch of the Fat Tire.
6: Nice. I like it.
1: I've been ragging my brain trying to think of – these these Belgian white beers. Obviously you have the macro like Blue Moon. Oh, sure. Blue uh, Moon. but there was wasn't Rickards White a Belgian yeah. white that we used to have over at Caesars? That was really good, but I don't I think Rickards might be still a major mass produced yeah, beer. Yeah, well we
3: looked that up at some I forget at who some it was point, yeah. at some point, yeah. Um,
1: but that's that's one of the things too, is like those those mass produced beers I always find myself just throwing the orange in there just to throw the orange in there. Mm. Uh, I know a lot of people that don't care or they take it out or anything. I'm like, Yeah, I don't I don't really see the difference it, it, it It gives you a little more citrus at the mouth feel as opposed to uh, citrus on the back end,
6: yeah, I can see that can definitely see that, yeah, but the whole landscape of of Belgian whites right now is really dominated by just a handful of breweries. You, you mentioned Blue moon, of course. Rickards White uh, is owned by Molson Coors, too. That's so. right? yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you
2: beat me to it. Damn it. <laughs>
6: um, you guys are familiar with Allagash White? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, that's that's one of those beers that, uh, quite frankly, is kick-ass. Um, they but, used to distro here. They, yeah. Not yeah, they used to be in Michigan. Uh, we had that, Like, remember. episode one, we had some of
1: that. Oh, yeah, because my, my dad had brought home, because uh, he went to Maine. He actually went to the brewery oh, nice. and brought home some beer. He actually gave me, because he's going on his trip this year, and i got to figure out what good breweries there are in, like, North Dakota and South Dakota and Iowa, which I really don't know. found
3: a uh, off-conversation. We, well, there was one day we were looking up breweries and found stuff in North Dakota, but it's way north. Oh, yeah. Like, border.
5: Isn't like Iowa toppling Goliath?
1: Sure. There's Top No you one know. really hangs yeah. out in Iowa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, no soup soup one right. hangs
5: there's out in
2: the yeah, states yeah, yeah. we're talking the only, about. The only people that go to Iowa are <laughs> S- is Slipknot. Anyway.
3: <laughs> <Good> Lord <laughs> and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. <laughs>
7: oh yeah,
1: Seth Rollins <laughs> is from
7: Iowa, too.
6: Mm. How long you been with uh, New Belgium? I've uh, been with the brewery for four and a half years. Um, so, yes, I'm um, coming up on my fifth year. Nice. Fifth year at New Belgium, we go to Belgium.
4: Really? Oh, really? That's a hell of Belgium. a benefit.
6: Yeah, Yeah. the brewery, um, for those that don't know, we're uh, 100% employee-owned. So on your first yeah. year, you uh, you stand before all previous owners, um, and you, you give a speech um, after consuming a couple fat tires. Of
7: course. <laughs> um, and,
6: and they give you kind of the proverbial thumbs up, thumb down, thumbs down. You become an owner. You get a bicycle. Nice. Well, does it have wait, 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 a
7: fat, t- uh, fat t- tire?
1: T- t- time out, time out, time out.
6: Do people actually give thumbs down? To- they don't anymore, but apparently, so the bre- we're, we're 26 years old. So apparently very early on, there, there were a few instances of this person's not quite ready. You know, they, they, it was a small group then, and, you know, that's an employee-owned business. You're, I guess, is only as strong as your weakest link. There's a lot of trust that goes into that, and, and I think the owners really kind of take that to heart. And early on, you know, there may have been instances where that actually happened. now, you know, it's you put your year in, you're, you're, you're going uh, to be an
2: owner. Because I, so I you're going to
1: Fort Collins to do that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I
2: could
6: just be like, do, do I get a
2: ride home still? Right. <laughs> What is I say the thumbs up thumbs down thing I would thing? think if you're actually making
6: it to the uh, to the speech if it, if it was a thumbs down right. it'd be like you know Try again in a little bit. Not like, uh, all right, thanks right, for giving like, a speech. Like, like, H, like see you later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, you know, I this... really, really love working here. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, you, you owners, so oh my God. I love all of you.
5: <laughs> How long is the speech? I always struggle. The speech,
6: so they've had to, you know, we're, we have grown significantly. Um, I, I th- we're close to about 800 employees. And when I came Damn. in four and a half years ago, um, I was number like 401. Uh, so we've grown significantly, and at one point it was just kind of go out there and, you know, spill your guts. Talk about what the, the, the brewery and what ownership means to you. Um, but there's there are stories of folks going up there and, and talking for a half hour. Um, so now it's basically I'm like... New. Here's your three minutes. Go up Time there. Time to shine. And, and to I've go. seen this
5: is everything I love and hate. I <laughs> I hate public speaking, but I love listening to other people. It's
6: fantastic, <laughs> and you you really you really see people's talent and love manifest at that point. Like you know, you hear stories about when they when people actually start to feel like a true owner. Um, some people choose to convey that feeling in a Vanilla Ice style rap. Um, oh. I mean, <laughs> there's like boom, boom, boom. There's uh, there's videos of people av- as they get their their bicycle and you know a home video of them uh, having breakfast with their bike and taking a shower with their bike oh and my I mean God. I mean you know you know people it, it's a big it's a big uh, landmark for a lot of people um, at the brewery so uh, you know it, it it can be as much as, as big or as small and I mean. Uh, as long as you're within about your your three minute your three nice. minutes uh, cutoff point. <laughs> I mean, you,
0: you get the the trip to Belgium after five. Yeah, years. What, so, do you, what do you get after ten?
6: Uh, a six week sabbatical.
7: Oh, wow. You get oh, uh,
6: on your ten year and I believe your twenty year, uh, you get a get a sabbatical, um, which that's something that obviously is still a. a, a a bit out there yeah, for me. Yeah, that's about, about five and but a half but, years. Yeah, about five and a half years. But yeah, that you know, I hear stories of people that, you know, some people just, it, it's some time to connect with their family or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe someone learns to disassemble and reassemble motorcycle engines. Like... It's, it's something where the brewery cuts you off from your email, your, you know, whatever, <laughs> uh, your work and really says, enjoy this time and, you know, refocus yourself and come back with hopefully new experiences um, and being better grounded and come back with a zest like, hey, I, I'm ready to go kick some more ass. Right. Shit! Right. I wish all fucking gum. I know were there. They, they don't
4: they change am. the the locks on you, do they?
6: <laughs> well, they they I'm... do, Nick. Just not in America.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, right. I mean, my five year, I get a certificate, and and everybody shares a Costco cake. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow. Is that what they do at? Uh, that's
0: that's what they do with
4: diesel. Yeah. Do you at least you get to request the bumpy cake of your choice. No, you, you don't get the you don't get the <laughs> bumpy cake.
2: You don't get to choose. It's
4: just
0: basically they they just go they just go out and just get the cost get the Costco cake and then it's like everybody <laughs> and just stands the Entenmanns uh, yeah. And, cake. And, and, yeah, and everybody just stands around an engine and like a couple of bosses. Is there, there enough piece of cake
4: for everybody? the cake to people ratio <laughs> <mean, laughs>
0: for one <laughs> cake? There, there there is more than enough. Uh, so that is, so that Milton, this, uh, at end end get, uh, Milton at the end. Milton at the end. A couple high fives go around. Yeah. Celebration. And I mean, it's the same thing you get for ten year, your fifteen year, your twenty year, and your twenty five year. So all I get is for,
3: a, your forest
0: retirement. I mean, you don't, you, don't even get, you don't even get a watch. You, diabetes? You get, <laughs> diabetes, diabetes.
2: After all
1: the cake. What yeah. I
2: say, I just had my five year at, at uh, DTE, and all I got was a gift. So. A gift. It wasn't anything crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fruit basket. No, it was like. Uh, Chuckle of off the It's wine. one of those radio, uh, radio powered like clock things that send you what the weather is outside. Oh is boy. So, like an, wow. like an emergency radio <laughs> <laughs> That was actually a thing on there too. A 1982 <laughs> call. But... A, time to,
1: a time to go to work radio. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh yeah, like a, a direct call from his boss.
4: Nicholas, well, time to wake happen. up. No, 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 oh, no, please
2: don't. No, like it if it's power power?
4: like uh what the uh, weather's outside, it tells you when the lines go down. So oh, now report. Now lines know, are I don't down. Knowing
2: that, I'm like, oh, it's not 95 <laughs> degrees. Out? Oh, okay, I guess this is gonna happen. Uh-huh. No, awesome. I've learned that 70 mile per hour winds. Okay, yeah, you guess I'm learned Nick
1: knows when lines. Are down because he'll get a hundred tags on Facebook.
2: <laughs> oh my saying, God! Yeah.
1: Hey, the lines are down. fix oh, it. Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> well, actually, just the other day, our buddy Chris sends me a text message. He's like, "Uh, what's going on outside?" I'm like, "Well, it's hot." <laughs> <laughs> what's it's going hot on outside? <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really hot. It's, He's it's like, it's "Oh, hot. we we blacked out for about." My-
1: <laughs> Back to Nicholas with the weather. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? All
2: right.
0: Oh,
1: beer weather of, with Nick. Yeah, beer no, weather man. with Nick. Nick, what kind of weather is it outside? It's beer weather. It's yeah. beer weather. <laughs> Back to you, Matt. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting a throwback on that oh. one. Yeah, hey, get
2: uh, get cracking, Matt.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, How, how'd you guys like the... Uh, so we all like the, the Fat Tire yeah. White. Yes, what else yes. What else is in the, the canon for the Fat Tire series?
6: Um, Coming down the pipeline? Yeah. Or, uh, well... A lot of it was in the lead into this year. Um, this is really the first time that, that I can remember that we did kind of a second half of the year marquee launch, um, but we wanted to, you know, separate. Fat, fat tire line extension, for us, is it's special. Um, this is something that, you know, we've only done... This is the first time we're doing it, so we did want to kind of separate it from the pack. But um, the lead-in to this year, we released uh, some innovation brands and some renovation brands. One, I think you guys, you had some of this yes. a little bit earlier. Yes, I love that um, stuff. Um, the Dayblazer, um, our, our easygoing ale, our, our golden ale, um, was a, a big launch for us this year. Um, and something that I've enjoyed being able to take camping, fishing, boating, beaching, sure. wherever, hiking. Um
2: ing yeah, hanging. hanging. yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that's been that's been a, a an enjoyable. How summer. how long has that gluteny line been lying out? Because this is like the first year that I actually saw it in stores. I'm like, what wh- wh- what's wh- what's that all about? What's- so that we
6: launched that last year. We lost launched that in the beginning of 2016. Okay, um, launched it with our pale ale and a golden a uh, golden ale as well. Okay. Um but yeah that that was something that we had we'd had a lot of customers a lot of fans of the brewery mm-hmm. um asking about a style like that asking for those type of beers for a long time mm-hmm. so we played around with a a few different ways and we we kind of settled on using an enzyme um so we could brew a completely normal beer sure and, and add this enzyme to it that breaks down the gluten chains and without getting too beer geeky um it broke it down to like below 20 parts per million so infinitely small amounts of gluten in there mm-hmm. but we're able to brew just damn good beer still um, okay. there's a story I heard from one of our one of our brewers we actually took a version of fat tire added the enzyme to it it removed the gluten. We, it went through our taste panel, our expert taste panel, which tastes, you know, every batch of beer every whatever. Are, you, are you part of, of this beer. panel? I am not. Oh, if I was at the I brewery, I, at the oh, brewery I would have raised both hands asking to be a <laughs> part of this for the longest time. But, yeah, it, that beer went to market, and no one noticed. So for us, it was yeah. like, holy shit, we can add this enzyme to the beer, and it doesn't change the body, the flavor, the aroma. doesn't change yeah. the makeup of the beer. So we then we were like, okay— we can go ahead with this and brew the beers we want to brew and, you know, make them huh. make so them. So
5: why don't you offer Fat Tire gluten free or gluten that's removed? That's a good
6: question. That's a good question. Um, How about I get back to you with that? Sure I mean I how mean, Fat Tire <laughs> that, that, that many the, people with celiacs that George, you need that many. George, I have your email. Gluten. I'm going to hit you up <laughs>
5: You too. You too.
2: Well, um, I mean, well, to go back to Dan's point, I mean, are there really that many areas? Just well, people who think so, gluten does something so when it doesn't. So let's 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 talk about that for a moment. We because there's a lot of people that I know that I went to college with that say they can't eat gluten. They can't eat gluten, and I thought to myself, okay, well, what what the hell? What, what's what's really the big deal here? There, I mean, I agree, Dan. There's not that many people. Like, I know a lot I, of people, people. I know one that actually has celiac yeah, disease. I, yeah. I know one person and as People well.
3: think it's like a health thing and it's not. Yeah. Just, no. I like it, and as a matter people. of fact, if you not, – d- not, not ripping on fats,
6: tire, no. but I like to make right. fun of people. Like, oh, I can't well, sure. yeah, you can. Well, that's up. what yeah. we <laughs> jokingly <laughs> talked about doing a max gluten beer and it would basically just be a loaf of bread. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, but I think there are, there are a couple different buckets of people – um, that are looking to drink that gluten-free beer. One, it is people that have celiacs. Sure. You know, that mm-hmm. it does cause them immense pain, and it is, you know, something that they they cannot enjoy regular yes. beer, and they've, yep. they've suffered for a long time without naming sorghum-based beers, but drinking sorghum-based beers, which suck! <laughs> um,
4: do they know they can drink
6: vodka? Uh, yes, and I'm sure many of them, many of them do. Um, but then there's that there's that next group of people or that, that might think, or gin, or whiskey? No whiskey. No, I don't. Whiskey? I don't. I don't think, I don't you, think could, you can drink yeah. whiskey. No. But yeah, there's that second bucket where there's people that um, they just notice that not drinking beers with gluten free, or that with gluten, or or eating products just kind of makes them feel a little bit better. And then there's probably that group that is that person you probably hate out there yeah. that just kind of jumps on it because it is something they think I, it does something. I, it I, I, and then, like, that it, third group yeah. is
2: yeah. I, I, I'm like, shut up! Like, get out of here! Tell us how you really feel, Nick. Absolutely, but but personally, well, I'm tell ta- that's 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 why I'm on a I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, personally at the brewery we have many co-owners. Oh, there
7: oh. you go. Wait, why well, are you sitting on your lap? What are you talking about?
1: I'm giving you the, the director chair now.
3: <laughs> hey, you, oh, I, know, I, thought, I thought I thought, I was, thought something else. I know. I thought
0: I thought it was going a little degeneration. No, there we go at the dirty
1: shot. I have a. You. You are now no longer the student. You are now the intermediate
6: student. (laughs)
2: No longer the Padawan. Oh boy! Good Lord. A long show to go. I, I
1: was just looking at it because I was trying to figure out when New Belgium actually made it to Michigan. So you've basically been with New Belgium since they made it to Michigan. Come on, Do you a- don't remember one. driving to yes. Indiana? Well, so that's that's the thing though. I used to drive to Angola all yeah. the time over in uh, Indiana off of sixty nine to pick up fat tire, and I mean like cases of fat tire.
6: <laughs> to, to this day, that yeah. is one of my favorite. I I almost feel like people see me, New Belgium guy, fat tire guy, and. Have heard this story from somewhere else and just want to tell me, even if it's not true, because I hear so many people saying, Oh, yeah, my, myself or my father or whatever, hucked back cases of fat tire. We did. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. crossing state lines, bringing beer over. And
1: well, yeah, I, 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 might, mean, I might have mentioned it on the, the first show, but my dad was in Colorado and got a growler fill of fat tire, kept it on ice, <laughs> three days, drove it back to Detroit. <laughs> and I, I remember posting it on Facebook like hey oh i got fresh fat tire on draft and growler no like 10 minutes later my door knocks and it's my buddy who lives a couple miles away he's like so i hear you have fat tire (laughs) you've got to be kids obviously i invited him in to share the the growler but yeah it was i I still remember those days and then fat tire came and it was great and now it's just like there it is that's 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 a solid go-to
6: it is it is and I, i think you know you know, there's that big wave of anticipation, and you see it everywhere. Well,
1: we, we saw it with Alesmith this past year.
6: Yes, absolutely. And we were fortunate enough that when we launched in Michigan, um, it was still before a lot of other regional brands came to Michigan. So there was a ton of fanfare, and we were able to carry that through, you know, 18 months, maybe 24 months of, you know, celebration and, and everyone going hard with it. And, of course, we came back down to earth, but the breweries that are launching now, you know, they're, they're lucky if they get six months. It's a lot of fanfare. Fair, uh, The displays go up, the the beers go on tap, and then you go back in there, and the beer's still there. It's not moving. We were fortunate enough that there was enough great Michigan beer being poured and, and enough people looking for great beer that when we came in, it would be, uh, as you said, uh, five years ago this August would have been when we launched in the state. God, I
3: remember because there were only Bombers and Shift. You guys had sent Shift yeah, out here so when we, it was around.
6: I think we launched. It was Fat Tire. It was Tr- Ranger. Ranger. Uh, yep. Triple. Yeah. Yeah, all in Bombers. In Bombers. um, And then the Shift was in a four-pack. Shift was in the 16-ounce cans. Yep. Um, Rest in peace, Shift. Yeah, I miss that beer. That was great. For the longest time, you could find it at a holiday market over on on Maine. Really? Um, They were, like, the only place that was carrying it in the state. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, that's that's one of those beers I get asked about quite frequently. It was Um, good. We have. um, Not that it's... I feel bad even bringing this up because it's not something that probably any of us will get to drink regularly, if not ever. But we're we're working with um, uh, Colorado State University. Um, and they've been partners of ours Go in brands. the city of Fort Collins for the longest time. And we're doing an Aggies uh, lager, um, a beer for the stadium, basically. Nice. And from what I've heard, it tastes damn near uh, what Shift tasted like. Ah, um, so, 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 So it will exist, though. And hopefully we'll be able to, you know, get a few cases here and there in the state.
1: Well, we're going to take a, a quick break, though. We'll be right back with the Better on Draft podcast. And we are back. The Better on Draft podcast episode number
2: 88. I got a, I got a player for you. You got a
1: player. I got me.
2: a Pittsburgh Steelers player. Lynn Swan, number 88. Oh, damn. There you go. Fair. First round draft pick at number 21. Out of the University of Southern California. He's a current athletic director. Did you know that? Yes, he is. Hmm? So there we go, number, know, is, number
0: eighty-eight. After, after attempting to run for governor, yeah, he, he had to find something to do. <laughs> he ran for governor, and then oh, I'll just be an athletic director instead. Was, wasn't Lynn <laughs> Very Swan diverse. at one point
1: in uh, the Water Boy?
0: Was yeah, he was, yes, he was, he was yes, he was a he was a field reporter. Yes, because
1: I always get I always think when someone says Lynn Swan, I always think LT. He's like, got to
3: get a big LT welcome.
2: A big LT, no, LT
3: welcome. versus Bam Bam Bigelow. What WrestleMania was that? Oh God, I think
1: uh, it's like- uh, WrestleMania
2: twelve was it? I'm guessing. I'm thinking that it was around that time frame.
1: I don't know. Yeah. Somebody Google it and tell us. No, really I'll, look it,
2: to. I'll look it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the uh, Lynn Swan for all you trivia nuts, he was the chairperson of the President's Council on Fitness, Sports, and Nutrition. Was that that Bill Clinton thing? Back in the uh, 90s. I don't know. I'm got, it's, well, it's at least I a, at least George W. Clinton.
3: Oh, I thought it was Bill Clinton that started that. Oh, uh, look it, Stupid. I'll look it up.
2: Hold on. Like, you got to do what, 30 what
3: are, pull ups and you get a. Oh, patch. the, the
1: president.
2: Oh, Is a, that what we're that talking
1: zombie, about? It? That was George W. That was forty. Oh, what? Uh, no, 40, 41. Oh, that was. That was, that was that, okay. That was 41.
2: Okay. <laughs> So Barack Barack President Obama actually renamed it to what it currently is today. Let's
1: let us let us all laugh at the fatties award.
2: Yeah, probably. (laughs) Look at my wife's arms award. Actually, President Johnson created an award called the Yeah, he did <laughs> Presidential Physical Fitness Award. Yeah, I
0: see where you're going there,
2: man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember doing that in elementary school, and I remember I hated uh, the only thing that I could never do was the damn pull-ups. And
6: You'd could... have to do the oh, hang, God, oh, you yes. have to do the hang, dude. Embarrassing, hang, where yeah. <laughs> the whole class is watching
2: you. Yeah, I yeah I, couldn't I do can it. I couldn't do the pull-ups or oh, the rope so.
4: climb. Oh, I could do the rope
1: climb. I couldn't do the rope like, climb. Like if you know how to do the rope climb, where you know how to use your your feet into it, it's it's very easy to do a rope climb, especially if you have strong legs. But I had like weak ass arms. You could
2: do it, but you never mind.
1: <laughs> Put your arms into it and your legs.
2: So George just passed a couple beers around. Why don't you tell us what um, what the people are listening us drinking? Right I did. Now. So Angelo brought up. She she asked if we uh, we barely I mean,
6: anything at, at the brewery. Um, and yes, of course we do. We, we barrel aged sours, um, something that we've done since basically 90, 97, 98. Um, so I brought, I brought a, a couple different beers. One of them is our wood aged sour, uh, Lafley, um, oh, yeah. a, a beer that we've been brewing for, uh, basically since, since day one. Um, is this the dark one? That is the dark one, yes. That is the wood-aged oh, yeah, sour. So, so, yes, I brought a... Uh, Laffoli is our wood-aged sour, And then I also brought Tartastic, uh, which is a new beer. It's uh, kind of the evolution of a beer called Snapshot uh, that we, we brewed this year, which is a kettle sour. Um So kettle sours, for those that, that don't know, kettle sowers are brewed in stainless vessels. It's basically a boiled wort that the lactobacillus cultures added directly to it. And it's a very quick process. Um, It ends up making a very clean, um, slightly tart, um, but ultimately very kind of bright and fruity beer. Um, on the other hand, Folie, our wood-aged beer, is something that takes much, much longer—one to three years—to uh, basically mature. Holy shit! Yeah, yes. sours
3: are a pain. They're good for after your bourbon barrels are kind of expired. Yeah, right? okay, so okay. so
6: we use um, French oak, uh, basically old wine vessels. We call nice. them—they're fo- they're called fooders. They're about 14 feet tall. They're—they're they're massive, and winemakers can really only use them once. Um, and it extracts a lot of that, those tannins that, that winemakers are looking for. Uh, but for brewers, uh, the wood makes a perfect home for bacteria um, and ultimately what acidifies the beer. So we, uh, with Folie specifically, we, we brew and ferment a dark lager. Um, and then add it to one of these barrels that already has a portion of sour beer in the vessel. So maybe, you know, 15, 20% already sitting in the in the bottom of the barrel. Nice. We add the beer to it and it takes, you know, anywhere from one year to three years to fully acidify and fully mature. Um, and it's, it, it's such a crazy process. This is... Um, to me, so we have um, Lauren Salazar and Eric Salazar are our blend masters at the brewery, and these vessels uh, we have sixty four of these fooders uh, at the brewery they 're their babies they are sampling these beers every three months and keeping detailed notes about the different characteristics of each
2: barrel. Stop mad scientists, baby. It, it is, it is. <laughs> and, it, and I mean, the, the barrels
6: they have, depending on where they're at in the brewery, depending on the, the quality of the wood, um, they all have different characteristics and different uh, personas. So when they come to make a beer like La Follie each year, we take blends of multiple barrels. Um, so maybe we'll do, you know, of a barrel that is, you know, very tart and and slightly cherry um, and grab a barrel that has a very earthy note to it to kind of balance that. And it may be, you know, seven, eight, nine different barrels each year. Um, So it's something that, to me, it's like where we're – you know, art really meets the brew world. It's it's something where you know you can really tell what Lauren and Eric are feeling at that time because they make a vintage every year and it's slightly different.
4: Well, they really are mad at each other, or oh, they're really, they they really
7: absolutely
6: like oh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna make the filthiest beer ever this year? Well, they know they're going on sabbatical so they can <laughs> yeah, check, out, check out for a little. We're bit. not gonna get email for six weeks if this sucks. So
4: like, okay. you- no <laughs> emails. I like yes, yeah, but to, but
6: it's 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 kind of like beer personified. I, I feel like. Maybe Maybe it's a you know a snapshot into what they're feeling at the time, whether it is more malty or if it's something that they want more mm. more tart, more fruit forward. Um, you guys are drinking the 2017 vintage, phenomenal. Um, yeah, so there's, Th- this is this is dangerous, dude. This is really dangerous. it is. It's about it's about it's super somewhere between nice. seven yeah. seven and a half percent, nice and dry too. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. You know notes this year's um, uh, there's a ton of green apple. Uh, a little okay. bit of cherry. There's notes of caramel. Um, I
2: can definitely get the the, the apple. Yeah, that, it's that, it's very
6: sure. much in the the forefront. I would say, I think it was 2015 that was that was super malt forward. And okay. You had that kind of like that deep toffee um, mm-hmm. up front, um, and some have been very very sart um, uh, sart. Sart? That's,
7: a com- that's, a, that's
3: a combo sorry, sorry. of tart and cellar.
6: That um, sounds like
4: something that
0: happens at an age.
3: an H. Thank Absolutely. you. Dan, you took my
2: frickin-
0: Thank you for I now making new, now I know. making the new work that will replace Fleek.
7: Continue. Sart.
6: His beer's on Sart. Uh. You know,
4: I don't think the people who say Fleek drink beer. So yeah, yeah. that's
2: true. Yeah, because they're all like fifteen would. years old. so. Give it give it six years. <laughs> the the tartastic another another yeah so that tartastic one is like a new favorite for me now
6: and so yeah lemon ginger,
2: okay. oh, both okay. you know
6: very complementary flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a beer for us that we we want something you know that that's a little bit more approachable. Yes, where, please. yes um, please yes 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 please, please exactly. <laughs> but, so the total acidity the where with with La Folie I'm I'm guessing I don't even know for sure it's somewhere of about above forty percent close to fifty percent total acidity acidity. Um, looking at a beer like Tartastic, you're looking closer to 15%, maybe 18%. Oh, so yeah. I'm sorry about it, it's that. a little bit more <laughs> approachable. Um, and this is something for us, you know, especially in a state like Michigan, where one, we have brewers that are phenomenal at making barrel aged stouts, um, but it's been a state that, you know, we've, we've, uh, we, read uh, my mind. We haven't done a whole lot with <laughs> sours, and that's not to discount breweries like uh, Jolly Pumpkin or Brewery Vivant, and, you know, the handful of other breweries uh, that are doing sours. Um, but we definitely want something to kind of, you know, let people dip their toes into the, the sour world. This
4: almost is like um, a, a lemon cider.
6: Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's
4: definitely. not really much. It, it's not like.
6: It's
2: not crazy. It's not no, like punch no, you no, in your not. mouth with vinegar. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, I. Y'all, y'all already know. I, I hate sours, and and this, yeah, you, were,
2: you were saying that during the break as to this, how much this is definitely.
0: This enjoyable. tastes
4: like a super, this, an overly dry this, cider without this, apples in it.
0: This may have become sour number four
6: for me. <laughs> so that's so we're so on there. Busy. So we're, we make
7: up fifty so, percent so, of make, the uh, so you total. Make,
0: you make fifty percent of the list, lawfully. <laughs> now and, the tartastic Perrin's cherry sour and Odd Sides electric pineapple. There you go. Now that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, right I was now.
6: I was searching high and low. So I was, I was telling you, you guys at the break about that art uh, beer Transatlantic Creek, mm. our uh, yeah. our cherry sour, and that's something I definitely need to drop you guys off a bottle. Um, so that's a beer we've been brewing for a while as well, um, and with that we work with Oud Beer Cell, um, a Belgian brewery, um, and they actually ship us their creek, their cherry lambic. Mm. They send it over to us, and then we blend in the counterpart to what makes La Folie. So the base, the base sour that blends to make La Folies, called Oscar. On the other side, we have Felix, which is the lighter of the two, Oscar and. Felix. <laughs> he's got it. He's got it. <laughs> the delayed. <guy. laughs> I got. Okay, the odd couple. Yes, sir. <laughs> so we 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 take uh, Oud Beer Sells Creek and then we blend in our Felix, um uh-huh. which is the more tropical of the of the two sours right. um and this year, I'm so excited to try it. Uh, we got invited to the sour uh the Belgian sour festival, first American brewery, first American beer to be invited to that So we're, we are. Super proud of that, it's and awesome. it's, it, it's kind of cool. Like shit, we are New Belgium, and yeah. we, we we have Belgian ties. Like it, it, we lose sight of that, I think, a lot of times. But you know, the, the whole brewery was started because of a love for Belgian beer culture. So it's cool that mm-hmm. you know, 26 years later, okay. we can still uh, maintain those connections that we've developed over the years, and still continually make awesome beer that's appreciated by people
2: that are doing it the best. Right. I, I feel like the, the these two, right? I mean, going back to the tartastic. I mean, that like this is like a good one to introduce someone to sours too. And then kind of going with the La Follie, kind of go to someone that's, you know, that's had a couple of sours before and you know, yeah, looking for something a little bit different, you know, that's, you know, not a typical sour. Yeah, and La Follie is, you know, we, we've been doing it a long time and it's become,
6: you know, kind of a staple of the American sour beers. You know, it's a new brune. Yeah. Um, but this is a beer, it's not a beginner sour. No, you know it, it is It is pretty bracingly tart and sour. Um, but for me, I love sampling this beer with people that are unfamiliar with sour beer. And I always say with sour beer, it's kind of like a three-part process. Sure. The first drink, you, you have to disregard it because it's overwhelming.
2: Yes, yes. You know, it, it just flushes your palate with something mm-hmm. that you are unfamiliar with. Kind of going back to the, the comment about the vinegar, is, is that... Yeah, I, for for me, per, for me personally, my for, when I had a sour for the very first time, it was like you know taking a lemon and basically just eating. You're it. You're like, like, what the hell happened? Like, to your yeah, like what the heck is going on Absolutely. here? I was not expecting that. Absolutely, but you know to to see what you guys are doing here with the tartastic and La Folie, you're kind of you know you're, you're not you're making it less intimidating sure. for someone that doesn't you know that's not familiar with that Belgian style or the. Or, or just you know sour beer in general, you know it's it's you're you're not, you're not trying to frighten people with it, well, I, and it, I think it's a good way to kind of you know introduce them into that. At least I feel that way.
6: Yeah, and I mean it, it's something that we are you know we're we are a large craft brewery, and, and we're trying to you know kind of own that fact and really go out there and educate beer drinkers and other breweries and say here this is. These are some beers that exist out there in the world and this is some these are the flavors you should expect. Sure. So, you know, it is going to be like biting into an underripe Granny Smith apple or or someone throwing a warhead candy in your mouth. It's <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> gonna, it's someone throwing not eating one, someone throwing <laughs> it, in your it mouth. right in. Like there. wow. And then holding <laughs> so, your mouth close. Absolutely. <laughs> so absolutely. But there's so much variation and in, in I think You know, we we have a word – well, we don't have a word. We have a beer named terroir, but it's a wine word, and it means from the earth. And it's kind of talking about how, you know, you can – the grapes that are from some regions have – certain taste profiles, and you know that they're from a region. And I think breweries have that as well. Like, you can taste yeah. a Jolly Pumpkin and beer and know it's a Jolly Pumpkin beer. You can taste mm-hmm. a Russian River beer in California and know that. And Wicked Weed in Asheville. Don't, get even, don't even get me started there. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're not going to go there. It's okay. It's a sore subject with me. It's just stuff. Um, but, yeah, that, that's something like sour beer to me is such an honest look at a brewery um, and a way to taste that... Whatever the environment, um, and it, it mm-hmm. it's infinitely um, interesting to me, and there's there's so much variety within it that uh, I I I will never I will never not want to try a brewery sour. Hmm.
1: I, sure. I think that that really it, it's it's hard because sours are so hard to make. It's just so hard to find, and when you get to a lot of these breweries that do carry sour, like one of my favorite sours is from ABC. The um, so uh, Debo no the uh, the old Brune. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the oh, the name of it. I can't We've remember had the name here because I times. got one
3: unintentionally. Like <laughs> when we had like 20 yeah, they, they, over. they brought
1: a bunch of it because they, they stopped making the alt, and they knew that was my second favorite. So they brought us a bunch of those as well as like Velvet Hammer okay. and yeah. a, yeah. a yes, few others. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, But But again, like sour it's just such an unappreciated, but it, you need it is, that, and you and need that
6: it, taste. And if you go out west, there is much more appreciation for it. But the, the bigger breweries out there are ones that have owned – Sour beer. And they're starting to put it out. When you look at Michigan and you look at our, you know, our big breweries, uh, Bells and Founders, they're making, you know, aggressive, bold beers, which are awesome. And I love that. And But that has kind of made the Michigan market look for bold beers. Look for those barrel-aged yes. beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as you see some of these breweries start to dip their toes a little bit more in sour beer and, and especially the breweries that are owning uh, that wood age portion of it, you will start to see, hopefully, you know, as a sour beer producer at the brewery, hopefully you'll start to see more customers asking for it. And I mean, been with the brewery four and a half years and I've seen um, pockets of, of bars and areas where people are clamoring for these beers and they want to try different beers and they are, you know, they they want to learn as much as they can about it. Sure.
2: I'd be very interested to see, you know, like one of these kind of beers, like one of the like the Tartastic or the Luffley, you know, go to like you know one of our favorite places. Ken, Dan, Rob. Oh yeah, we haven't. He's I'm segwaying. He's segwaying. I, I'm trying. I'm no, to finish. I, well, you, no. I, well, no. This is no. I Actually, wasn't if you want to segway? Go right. No, forward. I thought you were. Well, doing. no. I, I mean, thought you were going to talk it,
3: about Zatuna Liquor over in
1: Rochester Hills. That's what I. I mean, yeah. can <laughs> talk
2: about Zatuna Liquor <laughs> Rochester, in Rochester Rhodes, Hills,
1: south of M fifty nine.
4: Goes to hi to Jack Gus.
2: He's got LaFolly, I bet. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so adjust. Mike,
4: so we always talk about the disloyalty of the craft beer drinker. Um, and you guys, what, you
2: what's know. going on over here? I need another new beverage <laughs>
7: here. I was looking for something. LaFolly, what'd you do?
0: LaFolly has her nickname not Bubbles.
7: LaFolly <laughs> has the bubbles.
0: <laughs> bubbles. Up there.
7: Oh wait,
2: you still got one left. You still got it. gone it's gone
1: it? Couldn't, couldn't Instagram
4: at in time. Yeah. Good Lord. So here's my question, and it's kind of the hardest thing in the beer business is you guys work really hard to make this – Tarticule is that what it's called? Tartastic. Wait,
6: Tartastic. That's the next. That's, oh,
3: that's the next generation. That's the remix. <laughs>
4: the, the cream tarticule.
3: <laughs> so, uh, that that's well, out so, I mean,
1: it's fat tire. They got the the bicycle thing. Tarticule kind of makes sense. Well, the
3: remix version is going to be called Retart Class. <laughs> oh,
2: oh God! God. Oh. And now we've
3: officially
2: derailed.
3: It's called the Tart Cart. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that'll be the six pack.
3: I'll have a mix of them. A... So, uh,
0: nobody can beat the Donkey is... Kong statement. Hold my
3: beer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you guys, oh, man. Let, let's hope oh. that this tartastic takes off and you introduce a new market to sour beers. <laughs> then what happens is that's the first sour beer people try, but then they try every other sour beer, which takes away from handle pulls of fat tire of tartastic of the other part of your line. So, isn't it almost disadvantageous for a craft brewer of your size to? kind of build those gateway beers because it's just going to be a gateway to other brewers.
6: I mean, we're a brewery built on innovation. Uh, when we came out with Fat Tire, no one was making a beer like that in the early 90s. Um, we've continually been, for better or worse, uh, ahead of the curve with a lot of the beers that we've come out with. Um, but because we've we've built up a loyal fan base with brands like Fat Tire, you know, we we have... Um, we have that loyalty that you that is rare to find in the craft beer industry. Craft beer drinkers, um, especially the younger drinkers, are very fickle. Um, but we do you have. you that
2: younger people. You millennials,
6: you. Which is, <laughs> I'm smack dabbing. I'm love. Um, you know, we've, we've built up a fan base that we, we continue to offer the same beers that we've offered for a long time, but still want to throw innovation out there um, because. We're, we're craft beer is only about twelve percent of the total beer market. There's there's more to gain out there, and if we are leading that charge, um, I, I hope you know it is appreciated in the industry. Um, and if other breweries see what we're doing and jump on board, awesome. Um, you know that that that's fantastic. But my my my
4: thought is like you talked, you started when Fat Tire came to Michigan, and you saw talked about that honeymoon period of the first twelve, eighteen, twenty four months where you could probably just at least for the first six months, go to a bar, say, look what I have, put it on, everyone's <laughs> asking for it. And then as the time grew on, it was, well, yeah, we've had Fat Tire on for the last six months. So, you know, then you get, you know, triple cannibalizing it. And at what point is it no longer advantageous to break the new style in as opposed to try to retain your market share? Because
6: I would say it's always advantageous if you make fantastic beer. You can put a style out there that is um, different than what your typical flagships are, if you have brewers that are brewing at the the best level um, th- in the country and and make some of the finest beers in the world. You know, we can throw those beers out there, and yes, there is some cannibalization that happens. Definitely, there always is. But Fat Tire, you know, as much as it is our flagship brand, it is a huge portion of our business. We brew. Fifteen or fourteen other year-round beers, and a whole slew of other, you know, one-offs, especially in seasonal beers. So you, we're, we're craft beer drinkers are not looking to drink the same thing day in and day out. And if we can provide a damn good version of each one of those styles out there, you know, we hope that not we hope that the beer is awesome and that. The brewery itself with the things that we stand for with the sustainability efforts, that employee ownership, the the idea of being a business that's a force for good, that we can win over people at a brewery level and that they're going to drink our beers and then be like, holy shit, they make really good beer. So do you think that the craft beer
4: business model versus the macro model, whereas someone like Bud or Miller just wants people to go keep going back to the Miller or Bud door and buying the same 18-pack, 24-pack you know, on a regular basis – Do you think the craft beer motto is now, I want to have a full shelf to where whatever the craft beer drinker is in the mood to drink today, he's going to grab my brand because he trusts my brand to be good. And regardless of what his mood is, I'm going to have an easy drinking, a heavy beer, an IPA. He's just going to grab... My brand,
6: yes, hold of my beer, yeah, I mean, brand is brand is of the utmost importance, you know, we've done a really good job being that we are you know be, have been around for so long, we've done a really good job of recruiting that that drinker that is maybe you know thirty five plus um and it's been um our goal and our objective to recruit that next. Um, generation of, of beer drinkers, and I think that's what they're looking for. I mean, right now they they're confused. They don't know what beers and what styles are out there. They they know IPAs are good, and they don't know. They go in asking for IPAs, and you know someone could hand them a wheat beer, and they'll still call it an IPA. They, they don't know. But we're we're trying to put our brand out there because we're very proud of it, and we think that's how not only breweries but companies should operate. So we think if yes, if we have a shelf of beer, they come in there and say, you know what. I am feeling I want to drink, you know, I want to drink six beers tonight. They can grab that four and a half percent beer and grab that. Or, you know, I'm going to a party. I want to, you know, i to bring something these people have never had before and enlighten them. They have an option for that as well. And I know as a, you know, like I said, smack dab in the middle of that millennial generation. um, If I'm in a beer drinking session, I'll call it where I'm, you know, drinking multiple beers. I'm not drinking one beer uh, constantly throughout the day. I, I, I make it like a playlist where there's, you know, I might, you know, I might have a couple of dayblazers, a couple light lagers or light, light ales and throw an IPA in there and then follow it up with a stout. But immediately I want something to cleanse my palate after and maybe a, a light sour beer does that for me. So if we can get customers to appreciate what we, who we are as a brewery and kind of, uh, Respect the brand, then you know. I, I feel like that's how you win over that future craft beer drinker. Um, I think know. one of the things,
1: especially for me, because I have such a a long history with New Belgium, a long history with Fat Tire, because that was my my true intro into craft beer was Fat Tire. But that was because I drank Killians, and because I drank Killians, Fat Tire seemed like the the next appropriate step. And is is that something you've seen? I mean, we're, we're in the same age range. Uh, you you lived in Michigan prior to becoming a beer ranger. So before all of this happened, you know, when, when you're drinking that step into craft, that Killian's, that Amberbach, that fat tire is something that appeals to you because you're not like, oh, it's going to be an IPA. And that, that's a scary three-letter word for those who don't drink craft beer. Yeah, absolutely. When, when you drink fat tire, though, it's not it's, – it's delicious. It's easy drinking. It's something that you could drink a lot of. To where we we have drank a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, we have. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll make sure to show you there. There's a burial ground of a New Year's Eve party, <laughs> um, and it, like there's lines of fat tire, and it's longer than any other line. And this was pre 2012 too. So. But but again like th- those those kinds of beers you you look at what's going on right now and it's almost cyclical. Look at Sam Adams. Sam Adams' Boston Lager is not really somewhere that's can be found anymore. It's not as big, but Rebel IPA is nearly
3: so that's everywhere. A, that's a like big beer right now for a but, while. But but again
1: after after there was Boston Lager, then it was Cherry, cherry Wheat
3: with the cherries in it, of course. And then <laughs> after Cherry Wheat has come
1: uh Rebel <laughs> <laughs> IPA and this this cyclical thing of where it's Sam Adams as a brand to where I've had Sam Adams Boston, I've had their cherry, I've had their their winter uh, cold snap, I think is what it's called. There's cold. Yeah. No, are you
3: talking about their their winter winter logger?
1: Winter, winter logger.
3: Yeah.
1: You know you or the you, Octoberfest. You go to the same brand over and over again. Um, if you're not the if, if you're a craft beer fan, but for lack of better words, you're not a craft beer snob. Sure. You know if I, if I'm a fan of Bell's and I like Two Hearted, I'm gonna go try. Uh, or as men or I'm going to go try pool time because I see it on – I know – You have I that like,
6: trust there in the brewery and the brewers making quality beer.
1: And I think that's what happens with uh, with New Belgium, especially within the, the state of Michigan at least, is that you guys are on so many tap lists and it's ridiculous that stain power that you've had with just at least Fat Tire. Um, yeah. your, your other brands you can find elsewhere, but Fat Tire, that flagship – if you like fat tire you're going to be more inclined like we talked or you talked about earlier you're going to be more inclined to try that voodoo ranger ipa you're going to be more inclined fat tire white what's that mm-hmm. you know it it's going to bring you to want to try more beer and really for you guys you don't seem like you're going after those the I I keep wanting to say because it, it has such a negative connotation. You're not going after those snobs, calling
6: beer geeks. Um, I that's too nice of no, me. Okay. You yes. actually he are was. saying beer snobs. Yeah, I mean that beer snob. But we we have those sour beers, and we can take you down that that path of discovery and and new. And, and, I I, and I agree, and I I hate
1: to cut you off because we're no, we're sure, running sure. up uh, towards a break, and I just wanted to to make a single point. And I'll let you go, but you guys aren't doing triple quadruple IPA barrel aged you know aged for 10 years Bumble in three stones. different barrels <laughs> flavored with mango that's barrels. that's the thing and that that provides your staying power you know we we see Firestone Walker has gone Buku in the last uh, year or two, but they do a lot of these barrel-aged beers. You see a lot of these other brewers who almost, it almost feels like they have to make barrel-aged beers just to keep up. We have small-time breweries like Drafting Table, Cellar Men's, North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan. Check them out. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
7: North Center Road, just like south of
1: like the <laughs> nice. Awesome
2: segue there.
1: You you have all of these places that have these barrel aged beers, but you guys as much as sours is its own category, sours aren't the craze in comparison to barrel aged or IPAs. Sure. I, I think you have a niche market that people who love sours and love the intricacies of sours go after it, but you don't really you're you're going after that casual drinker you're going after that person who's drinking the miller lite the Coors Light, the the crafty beers the blue moon the the killians because you're bringing a delicious and I, again I, it sounds so bad when I, it's entry level but it's it can not be. it's I, not
6: complex and scary i will say that is our that is our lead with you know fat tire is one of those beers that is infinitely approachable um and a lot of our beers um you know i think the the beer snobs out there they think if it's it's a badge of honor that they had to kind of work to get through a beer and i think beer is something that is made to be drank and drinkability is not appreciated in the craft beer world um yeah. but to your but 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 to your point there we have those beers, our, our seasonals and the tartastics and the, the, the stepping stones in there, but we have our other series that do start to cater towards that next level beer drinker within. You mentioned Voodoo Ranger. We have Voodoo Ranger special release, and we brew beers in that that are, you know, we have the Juicy Mandarina that we release that is along the lines of that, that New England style. Uh, we have. Um, I guess I should say stay tuned because I don't want to re- reveal too much but we have a <laughs> we have what we are calling Alpha craft beers coming down the pipeline that we are starting to um dare I say swing dick uh, with, our,
7: wow. with, our, <laughs>
6: with our, with our, our job with our,
3: with our a good time. No, no one, I, everybody listening, with our brewers have that have
6: been, you know, we have <laughs> Damn, close to son. nine, we have close to nine hundred combined years of of beer brewing knowledge at our, our brewery, and you know, we 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 do brew beers that ultimately they're going to sell, but also we can go next level. And we have a lot of creative people, and we have a pilot system that is cranking out two hundred plus year beers a year. So there's. We're we're now at a point now where we may start to take our beer drinkers um, down the rabbit hole, so to speak. Uh-oh.
4: So what you're saying is, it's murder. <laughs> oh, it's murder. All right. We're going to take
1: a, a quick break. Uh, before we go into segment three, we'll be right back with the Better on Draft podcast. And we are back, episode 88 of the Better on Draft podcast. New Belgium out. still in the studio as uh, –
7: Wow man Matt. <laughs> Matt is uh
1: prepping for uh five questions so Matt's we'll, uh, prepping uh George, for five
7: questions <laughs> well uh
1: we'll uh we'll start with uh five questions with uh, Matt Bush and yeah. uh depending on how it goes, we might be doing a little bit of overtime today
3: so. yeah hey. so we skip the news
1: uh oh yeah we 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 skip we didn't didn't skip the news I mean we've had a lot of good conversations so oh. far, so
3: relax I'm
1: so mad right now Dan. conversation.
2: All
3: right, all
1: right, all right.
2: Time. Oh, seriously? Okay, McConaughey. I know. All right, so uh, on this day in history, um, 1884.
4: 1884. The first roller coaster in America opened in what American town? Ooh. Uh, isn't it Coney
1: Island? Yeah, where's Coney New Island? York, Is that uh, New York? New York Is that, be Jer-
6: that would, no. Coney Island's Coney Island's New, New Jersey, York City?
1: No, Coney Island in New Jersey, isn't it? No, no it's, it's not in Atlantic race, City or New
3: York.
4: Or in it's, Newark. Yeah, it's in it's, Hmm. Is it in New York City?
3: Yeah, it's about as it's like off of Manhattan. It's like the, as far as east as you can go. All
4: right, so, I'll give it to you that it's New York, but I want a borough.
3: What a borough! Uh, bro- no, sleep. it's either not Brooklyn. It's not Brooklyn. That's Manhattan. Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a trick, and we're thinking it's not. It's no, not. It's, Brooklyn. it's no longer. Wait, because <laughs> <borough.
2: laughs> is the Bronx in the east?
1: I
4: don't know.
2: Sure I don't
1: know New York geography. I barely know Detroit, and I know Detroit fairly well. <laughs> I don't know any, enough to know anything about.
0: Uh, somebody's like, it, I kept thinking it was called the Cyclone, but I... I just, the okay.
6: Cyclone? That's, at, yeah, at that's Coney Island. That's a Coney is Island. That the, is that the I believe it's Corktown, New York. That exists. That's a, that's a borough, right? No. No. So,
4: <laughs> it was Brooklyn.
3: It, Brooklyn. was Brooklyn it was Brooklyn uh, It was Brooklyn.
4: known as the Switchback Railway Switchback mm-hmm. Railway Six miles per hour cost five cents to oh, ride Oh man, Pull out like,
3: your hat Six miles an hour what Just like we... your mother they... no. oh, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Five cents to ride Damn.
0: Wow <laughs> <laughs> It <just, I laughs> was full of, of I, didn't in, I, didn't I
4: didn't want to push in Anybody's general direction There was a general direction there <laughs> I know
1: It always says explicit It's 21 and up anyways because we're yeah. talking about alcohol <laughs> So
4: I'm going to be tagging a couple of you on this question But the oath of this uh, Great holiday vows to choose wet t-shirts Over wet diapers D-cups over sippy cups And perfect tens over play pens
1: Spring break No it's, um,
4: <laughs> it's What's sick. the the Turtle island Jobby Jobby, Nooner. Jobby Jobby Nooner. Nooner. The answer is Not your father's day
3: Oh, not no. your father's oh. That's the thing? Oh.
4: Where it's, is It's that? from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, not a father. You haven't gotten to that episode yet? For a second, I thought uh, you were talking no. like locals. So that's the first thing I, I thought know, was Joby like, neuter.
0: Completely lost me.
4: So you guys have a blue solo cup in front of you. We and do. It's full solo cup. Liquid gold. Who's, who's going to run this one? Because since I'm not drinking.
2: I, I think this is and all then on the Mike. rest of the audience listening asks, why is Ken not drinking?
1: I'm on a detox. Day, day 10 is next Friday, but I'll be finishing de- t- day 10 of detox by drinking. <laughs> Damn right. So Hell you guys yeah.
4: have a beer. What is, does anybody want to give some uh, tasting notes? Morocco. Does it taste like City Club?
0: It
2: actually kind of does. It's I,
4: I would obviously
0: just, super light. I would just pretty yeah. much just start off. It, it smells like Denver 2000. <laughs> it tastes like soap. <laughs> pretty low carbonation. Hey, I went with a specific soap. There's a difference. <laughs> is Irish there, Spring?
2: Is this, is this Paper light, Street uh, Soap Company? Light Toasty Malt.
4: So, this is a beer that will be found in the single section of your local beer retailer.
1: Oh my god. This is a single. I I had a sip, and that was a bad idea. No, I think no. My, my entire taste buds
7: of
2: are messed all the up. Six, yeah, you, don't, you, you know. It's, take it's, it's it's the water. Water. No, I know it's this what part. is wrong with you in, in, in
0: the middle of the clench <laughs> All right, you can't that's it. We're cracking that. the you stubborn. Actually, you, said you said there was more, so we're going to.
3: Earlier, you told him he could take a sip of the brown.
0: I know and he didn't. It's a brown. But now you're
3: but now you're mad at it for the
0: yeah. Well, no, because I'm saying it. This is not water. This will make him not want
3: to drink.
1: I can taste it. I was going to say this makes me doesn't want to drink anything else tonight. Still
0: taste it. It
4: is beer. (laughs) By the way, it It is is beer.
0: beer. Mm. It's a super light lager. Super, super light. Probably got to
4: be American then. Do you want some more, Rob?
0: No, American is not light. Not America. American beer. Oh, oh, never mind.
1: Beer brewed in America.
0: I mean, do do we pretty much? Has this ever been brewed in Michigan? I, oh, actually, hold on, hold on. That's, I would say Ooh, that gets that gets way too specific. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, think that... we, I think we should pretty much just start with, with our general the question, you know, of whether it's going to be in the U.S. or, or Canada.
1: Um, I think it's too light to be from Canada.
3: Yeah, yeah. okay, because their beer is more... their beer has is
1: high, high is more alcohol. That's all it is. <laughs> that's the, that's all Canadian. All their beer has more alcohol you guys in regards to stupid. the light. You lo- Americans
3: and beer are stupid. <laughs> And, yeah. All right then. <laughs> I mean, completely.
6: To me, to, so to so me it tastes along the Anheuser-Busch lineage of, of beers. It, it
1: I mean, that taste. that could be a question. We could be like, and, yeah, and we're, this, we're, as you know, we always separate Molson cores from Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. as two separate entities. When we ask that question, is this,
6: okay, is, so is we, this is this one of the big two? No, no, no. no, no. If, no, no, no it, 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 You're it, either or. Ask, 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 I was going to leave it more we, we, so, so, we only get two questions. We only get
1: two so, questions. total. Oh, okay, let's, okay. let's
0: pretty much just go with, is this a is this a beer that is brewed by a subsidiary or a, just a part of ABI?
4: So what is the opposite of ABI then? Is it Molson
1: Coors, Miller Coors? Anyone else? So Molson, basically. yeah. Molson, Miller, Heineken...
4: Uh, so it's either ABI or one of the following brands that you just mentioned? Is that
1: what you're saying? Yeah, pretty it
6: much. Be more specific it is
4: not an ABI brand. So it's a Molson Coors, Miller Coors.
1: Or is
6: it a, Is it in the Pabst lineage?
3: It could be. What what else? Pabst Stroh's. It's not
6: Stroh's. It's obviously it's Dragon's, Dragon's here. Unless it's a Stroh's light. It's, like it's obviously Pabst.
3: Dragon's milk is it's what I'm drinking right now.
6: <laughs> it's a 24-ounce <24 laughs>
1: can. 24-ounce can. So it's is not it a gonna... twenty
6: four ounce can or is it a twenty five ounce oh, can? Oh, twenty five is ABI, anyways. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah.
4: So it's something you're yep. going to find typically in the single section. Uh, so I'm don't sure. don't try to
3: like rack your
4: brain. This isn't a this isn't Fat Tire's new release.
5: Is it uh, the champagne of beer?
4: <laughs> I don't know. Is that, is that, so those is usually
3: that? come in thirty twos, not in twenty fours. This make
0: I think you get- or- can't
5: you get a tall boy. Is this a best? Um, this make um, is this a
6: best? I mean, Milwaukee's are- best. Is this is Milwaukee's and, best. And and are we
0: talking uh, whether bottles or cans? You know, the beast. I've told
6: you, yeah. it's high life usually can. comes. Oh, 32, it is a can. Okay, not the
1: you, you think you think so?
6: I think that might be. Re- it's. I don't think it's high life. No, it's not. High- I see. High life uh, it has more bite. carbonation. Yeah, it has more bite. I think it might be Milwaukee's best. Milwaukee's
3: best light. It have to be yeah because it's not the lager. I drink the Milwaukee's lager almost best. on a daily basis. That might be this. my
6: guess.
1: So here we go. I got I got a second question based on all these. Is this a light beer?
5: It has to be.
3: I like that question. It Whether, is.
1: Yeah.
0: It is. Okay.
3: okay. Whether light l. I'm
0: l- I'm gonna G- go with the G- guess because so I think you're best
3: you're, light. you're thinking the, the beast light. It's. I'm trying to think what other lights it could be like natural light.
6: It's not AB and bev though. Bush light. And it wouldn't be Bush and anheuser Maybe.
3: Bush. It's natural ABI, natural light.
2: Uh, it's not black. black yeah, natural, is, it is, natu- natural black is ABI. label doesn't
3: make a black little light. Saint Eyes <laughs> Saint- Light. Saint
1: Eyes. Saint
3: Eyes. I want to see a light beer in a in a <laughs> forty.
7: <laughs>
1: King,
4: King Cobra Light steel reserve mickey's like <laughs>
3: steel, reserve, steel reserve light i'm trying to get so low i don't know man. with all the steel reserve flavors i i think i'm just
1: gonna go
6: with steel reserve 64
1: <laughs> the the guest guest called it as a light beer called it as milwaukee's, right, best, light, it. So milwaukee's best light so let's go with milwaukee's best light it is milwaukee's oh! best light There we go george that's something you can go brag to your uh, coworkers i, I guess in Milwaukee's best light
3: about. he's wow. like can you delete this show and, <laughs> <laughs> it went from explicit to
4: raw in oh. three questions or two questions and right, a, a so, guess so um i'm i think section question 4 now is going to be get to know your hosts get to know your hosts so oh. i was in um, a subway this week trying not a, a not a choo choo subway but an actual sandwich shop <laughs>
0: As if yeah, because they have them here. As if, yeah, so. exactly, as if there is one. Well, I mean, we've got the I appreciate
4: the clarification. Oh, he
2: was
0: on
3: the queue? You were on the queue line this yeah. weekend?
4: So, um, <laughs> <laughs> a, some guy asked for chipotle sauce. Just.
3: Chipotle? Chipotle sauce.
1: <laughs>
4: which, I don't know what grown man can't pronounce the word chipotle. Chipotle. And it has to chipotle. That, be chipotle. That L is tough chipotle. on the back end. So...
6: <laughs> It, Especially it's after drinking a 24-ounce can of Milwaukee's Best Life. It was,
4: <laughs> not, it was 9 a.m. in the morning.
6: Okay.
3: That doesn't... Wait, first off, you don't need Chipotle <laughs> 9 a.m. It was on a sub. Okay, right? okay.
4: So, uh, so when someone says Chipotle... It literally makes the neck or the hair on the back of my neck stand up and want to fist punch glass. So what? What out there is your biggest pet peeve that makes you want to Hulk smash something?
3: Like
6: words? Like no, people just say? In, in
4: general, like something oh something small that somebody does that makes you literally consider them less of a human. Uh, George's George guy. I, I
6: have something, and oh. my my girlfriend hates that this upsets me so much. So you're coming to a four way stop, and you. You hit to the you get to the stop sign at the same time as someone to your right say, and you give them the the hand gesture you know go on, and they look at you, and then give you the <laughs> hand gesture <laughs> to go on, and then you both try to go at the same and then, time. And then it, <laughs> it's not a act of being nice. Uh, it's not a kindness. It's a okay. I let's let's carry on. Go ahead, and we can just keep this going. You know. Just so move in along. that
5: case, who should go?
6: No one knows, and that's why it's so goddamn frustrating. It's the one because it's like, do I, but that's. I guess it's on the just, onus of the first person to be like, okay, I go now. But there's that. There's that. There's a little bit of hesitation that exists right. there that makes it immensely frustrating. And this, you, can, <laughs> you can
2: see the
4: anger. I, I stop at yield signs just because I don't know if someone barreling the other damn right is going to just fly I stop because I <laughs> should come to Arizona. Oh, do you don't also stop,
5: stop yield in yield roundabouts signs. too? No, I'm
4: not the roundabouts. so Angela, what is your pet peeve?
5: When the person. A stranger walking in front of you could be five feet, could be two feet, could be right in front of you. They don't hold the door open for you, they just let it smack you in the face. It's common courtesy to hold the door open, look behind you always.
6: Would you say chivalry is dead?
5: Everybody does it. It's a, it's just a, a kind thing, you know. Just turn around and see if someone's behind you. Every
1: and now and then, it. I get a little bit lonely.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: when you see the look in your eyes. So this
5: actually stemmed from college, of just constantly having the door slammed in my face from all these young punks that don't have any manners.
3: So I've got one for you. And Fucking millennials! Wow, read hey, through it. Wow. I see yeah. the anger. Well, fuck millennials! I mean, fuck <laughs> Damn. whatever you guys. <laughs>
5: Sorry, all, I've all got a good all, one.
7: on um, Tinder, you better watch it. In ads. fact,
3: I was dealing with this last night. You're at somewhere like an airport, somewhere there's a lot of and a lot of people, but you've got all these stupid Americans who think <laughs> they need two or three seats for each of them, so I'm going to sit down, and then my bag's got to be here, and my other <laughs> stuff's got to be the other seat. All
7: right, you see your 500 other people here, see- but I need
3: three, two or three of these seats together, <laughs> and I'm just going to sit here and be able like, because. I can't have anyone sit next to me. I I'm afraid of people. Like, so I, like think, I, I hate people. I like think, I hate everyone, but I think
1: people like, do that because they know they're gonna be sardines for the next four
3: hours. It's not just at an airport Try to though. Hold on. As much it's as not just at an before. airport, but if you're anywhere, but you go to Europe and people like, yeah, sit down, like people sit down like there, but here it's like, Oh, I gotta have all this room. Maybe
0: I'm taking up three bar <laughs> chairs. Maybe
6: it's also because we're gigantic as Americans. It's
3: yeah. not even
0: just
6: <laughs> like I'm a big guy and most people are
3: smaller than me and
6: what continent just, had the plague?
3: What?
4: What continent had the no, plague? No, I get it, but it's like, why do you, you don't need three <laughs>
3: chairs while everyone else is standing around. Like, I'm watching an old lady can't sit down because you have your your backpack and your laptop and you got your legs up. I was like, what are you doing? Your, people, your PlayStation Vita. Ken, yeah. you,
4: Ken, do you have something that just grinds your gears? I
3: hate. <laughs> is, that the, is that the quest the grind your gears? I <laughs> like hate Slam when
1: someone reference. says ATM machine. <laughs> Or PIN number.
0: <laughs>
2: what? I know exactly what from you're those two about.
0: things just bother the hell out of me. Straight Working from the Department of wait, Redundancy wait, 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 Department. Wait, wait,
2: wait. wait. What, what, bo- what exactly bothers you about ATM? Because it's because ATM is machine. machine. Oh, ATM oh.
0: Automated teller, teller
1: machine. 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 Oh, oh, man, okay. I worked right. at a
5: bank and I didn't even pick up on that Oh,
1: <laughs> Personal identification number, She's number. Still fuming What's about door left <laughs> unopened.
6: Rob, Rob
4: what, you've got a juicy one, I can tell. <laughs> People who hate the word
0: moist.
3: <laughs> you hate people that I get know, upset hate at the people. I say hate, that every game.
0: It's Rob, like you dropping sit moist there And you just make a, de- you make a cake. It's like, oh my god, it's so moist. And then somebody's like, oh my god, I can't believe you just said that. Like, well, what the what do you want them to say? Oh the case the cake is really wet. Yeah. I gosh. mean it, it's 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 really damp. It's it's like a towel. You know, I just put this like fresh towel on my face. It just feels refreshing. <laughs> no mother, It's moist. No motherfucker. It... <laughs>
1: Nick, more people are upset that you said the word moist than you
2: think motherfucker. Oh man. And Nick, the cake is moist. <laughs> um Oh jeez. I probably have to say like it's probably not as crazy. It's obviously not as crazy as your guys'. But having to repeat myself, like, like I get into a conversation what with someone. <laughs> Shut up, asshole. You get Softball. into a conversation, <laughs> and you're softballed. looking at them square in the face, and you have to like, Hold on,
4: You're looking at them square in the face. They're looking, like, two feet over oh, here.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're looking up, but they're just looking straight. You're not well, even in right,
4: to line of vision. All right, all right, all right. Let him say it. I would expect it from us, this us,
7: asshole us, over us here. Us. I wouldn't expect that shit from you. Really? Yes.
2: Yeah, You've known me probably about 14 times as long as this guy has but damn I wouldn't but expect that Looks like oh. I'm looking straight ahead and someone's down here like
3: God, you, you know what else
1: I, I hate I am though? I'm so glad I'm taking him oh, on. Though. I hate people that don't go to Brown Iron Brew House. Oh. <laughs>
7: Located south of twenty-seven
4: so miles. I
3: don't go to Macomb <laughs> County. Hold on.
1: Wait, you don't go north of a fourteen miles. That's I, true.
3: That's true.
5: <laughs> when I was looking for M forty-three the other day, someone suggested that I just move out of Macomb County. <laughs> I,
3: <laughs> I mean, like that person. Whoever suggested that, yes. I mean, other than
0: Brown Iron Brew House, what do you have?
5: Well, Brown I mean, Iron Brew House, best Brew House in Macomb, Gibraltar.
0: <laughs> the, probably the only brew and house in the county, and apparently the, the best. Best beer, uh, beer beer brewery in Michigan, according to craftbeer.com. So nice. Beer
5: bar, yeah. Uh, Last, 30 tap takeover with Oddside on Wednesday. You guys should come. Oh,
7: there's,
2: gonna be, there's gotta be some more. I can't drink. There. Damn it. This brown Iron just actually tapped a bunch of Sierra. Nevada. I was gonna say, I, I just
1: saw the, the look of disappointment on your face. Like, how, how, how can you not drink? So what they, is not drinking?
2: So, they just tapped a bunch of uh, beer, uh, beer camp across America brews over at uh, Brown Iron. They did the Dunkel Weiss, the, the camp out order, the dry hop barley wine, and not to mention their own beer as well. So, Matt, what's question five?
4: Lastly, uh, with it, it actually is Father's Day on Saturday. Yes. Sunday. Sunday, Saturday, <laughs> Saturday post Saturday?
3: Saturday night at midnight.
4: Um, Is there a beer that best describes your father? The name of a beer that describes your father. Oh, name my name yeah, of a Bush.
3: Dirty Bash. Bush. Because <laughs> that's all he would uh, fucking drink. Like, Until <laughs> the day he <laughs> fucking
1: died. doers?
3: <laughs> that oh, that
1: would be my dad. My dad hasn't my, touched alcohol in long 12 time, years. Long time, think, my
5: dad right? likes uh, sour apple pucker and Sprite.
4: <laughs> okay.
3: It's, it's a beer. Um, okay.
5: <laughs> so,
4: so, what does your dad drink?
5: That's what he drinks.
4: No, i Okay, Nancy. As, <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> I <laughs> caught both of those. <laughs> so, um, so,
1: I, I'm trying to think of a. I, I would assume then just any type of like scotch barreled uh, aged beer simply because my dad used to only drink scotch. Uh, I'm going to go on
4: a limb because he doesn't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> old curmudgeon. Old
0: curmudgeon. Nice,
2: there you go. Nice. I'll, I'll, I'll go next. Um, as long as I've known my dad before he passed, he's never drank beer. I've always seen him drink Bloody Marys. That was his. That was his it's my go. So he's was, a chilada.
4: Hey, he's chulada. Sure.
2: Yeah, that was his always go to. And then, I think like a couple of years before he got sick, I started getting into Bloody Marys. And that's ever since I had my first one. I was in Grand Haven right when I had my first one. I've been hooked on them ever since. I've been always trying to find which place always has the next better. Bloody you just need Mary. a bottle of Zing Zang, man. Yeah. You're good to well, go. You, well, you, well, you know what? It's it, 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 it's, it's weird because I always try and find, like, the next place that always has that next best one. And I always seem to find a place that has a really good fucking Bloody Mary or a place where you can go and make your own. A Bloody park. Mary bar. Hell yeah. Oh, dude, Bloody Mary bars are the shit, dude. But the, if it wasn't for my dad drinking, you know, one of my favorite memories of him, Hazel Park Race track oh, yeah. on Labor Day when they were used to race on Mondays still. He was still in a wheelchair at the time because he was, you know, he was weak. He couldn't walk. Him and I drinking bloody marys at the racetrack. Love that fucking day. I, I will never forget that. That was my favorite memories of him. Oh, drinking yeah. bloody George, marys. Do you have a?
6: So, I, I'm trying to think of something witty here to tie in. My, my, my father's a basically a Scotch drinker. at this Hell point. yeah. Um, but uh, he was finish. a Stroh's drinker. Oh. my oh. entire childhood. Wait. Um, I have very distinct memories of watching the Lions get their ass kicked year after year, and sitting yeah, around with his my buddies, dad and
2: I have that oh. drinking and, and
6: them pounding Strohs, and me sitting in a room that reeked of uh, of <laughs> shitty yeah, cigarette smoke. And Strohs will forever be that beer I associate with my pops. But nice. uh, you know, I'm trying to think of some Scotch. Beer, what Scotty karate or something like Scotch- <laughs> Earl, probably, you know, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest,
4: uh, I think I think my father would be best described with Bush beer because that's his last name. So, oh yeah. To be, be honest, honest.
3: <laughs> I mean mine because that's all he drank. That's a good but, time.
7: Yeah.
4: Oh, Rob, did your did your old man drink beer?
0: No, no, he does not drink beer. He has never really drank beer. He has never Straight had edge. He is he is yeah he has never had alcohol. CM Punk, which so he would be Odules. Um, no, he would not be I think, Well, I mean, as far or as dads. as
3: far as a name is, Isn't concerned. is he the founder of the Courage Crew? Is he the one beating people's asses? When <laughs> wow, they I haven't heard about it. the Courage Crew in like a decade. <laughs> Jesus, is he throwing cigarettes and people. Are they? He'll ask for a lighter. Oh and then my! Throw a fucking God. cigarette in I'm, their face. I'm
0: trying
1: to think of uh, <laughs> where I will. Oh, I, I've ran into yeah, like them before. Were you
2: on that one?
3: Was that FSU? A F- 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 friends Stand Stand United. "United, yeah." yeah. Oh. No, Good man, Lord. the
1: Courage Crew. Where did I? I ran. I think in the Token Lounge, I ran into oh, them. God, yeah. That was that not is, fun. That makes
0: sense. I, I could not ever see my dad doing any of that, <laughs> despite the fact, obviously, you know, being being a police officer for 26 years, and then running uh, the being the director of security at. Uh, uh, the Maricopa County Community Colleges until he just retired on his birthday. Oh yeah, I live by your dad
7: yeah, That's you right. Go. Hell
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. He lives in. Um, it's only going to uh, be one twenty on Tuesday. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, he. Well, the, he used to live in Chandler, I, can't, I think he lives in he lives in Gilbert now. I oh, he's down southeast. So, yeah, so he's a little bit. But um, you know, for for as long as I can remember, one of the greatest. I mean, one of the things that he used to always watch, and then I really got into, was boxing. Oh so, yeah! So boxer really is, is the one that I that I really associate right now. So
3: don't we have that nice. boxing match just announced? Yes, Mayweather and McGregor yeah. August. I'm hoping I'm hoping McGregor's just going to kick him in the face and walk out of the <laughs> ring. <laughs> anyway, uh, Come on, would that not be
2: entertaining? Uh, okay, well, apparently, I guess parts of the contract leaked out, and that if he did like any kind of move like that, he would be fucking you'd probably so yeah I was going to say he'd probably forfeit his entire purse yeah. <laughs> it's too bad cuz I, mean, he, I be, think
7: he's
2: <laughs> there in the numbers of, that I'm hearing are like like two hundred million for Mayweather and like seventy five million for McGregor. Or Fucking something. Mayweather! God damn it! Because Maywe- Canelo- Mayweather's production company is probably setting the fight
7: up.
3: If Canelo fought Mayweather is, is the four yeah, years later, we wouldn't have an undefeated Mayweather. Canelo would have whooped his ass today. It's too bad he took that fight at like twenty two. Right? Such a <laughs> disappointment.
2: I mean, pay per views gonna I, run
3: I like
2: think- one hundred fifty bucks. Oh y'all.
0: yeah! <laughs> fuck yeah! That's why that's what you the internet's Buff- you for. We're to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <That>
1: <laughs> well, you know Mayweather is not one hundred percent undefeated.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: He lost an Olympic match. Oh,
0: that doesn't that count. It's down. amateur, ah, correct? Amateur yes, that's right.
3: But he beat
4: the Big Show, so that <laughs> he,
3: he did, did beat, the, beat the, big the Big Show with some brass knucks. Because don't. He, he, he did
1: won. not need the brass well, knucks. The big Show had that
3: match. Well, yeah, that was the whole thing. But Big Show had that.
1: Well, re- remember when when he showed up and he punched Big Show and he gave he, him a black eye? Yeah, he. So I, um I don't know if you watch wrestling at all. Um, So Big Show, this guy's 7 foot. At that time, he was probably 450, 480. So is
6: this this pre-NWO? No, this 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 is is post-NWO. This is after all So he he gets
1: on the knee, and he's picking on Floyd Mayweather, and Mayweather is supposed to be pulling these punches. Well, no, you
3: remember what happened? It started Mayweather jump because Ray Mysterio was was tied to a stretcher, and he swung Ray Mysterio on the stretcher against the (laughs) wall. And Mayweather jumped the thing to come.
1: So he goes to hit. He goes to hit Big Show, trying to pull these punches, and he gets them like seven times. Broke his nose. Broke his nose.
3: Do black eyes. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's ridiculous. So he pulls these punches, and he's still doing it. And you're like, how the hell? And it was to the point where he hit him so hard that he literally legit ran away, and Big Show legit ran after him because he thought he was going to like murder him. <laughs> but
3: when have you seen Floyd Mayweather punch another boxer? All he does. Oh is- no, he goes for points. Yeah, yeah. I was say, when have yeah. you seen him actually punch? Yeah, there there you
7: go. He
1: That's he that's that's him. the thing Anybody that a lot of people, done, you know, you know yeah. I, I he thinks. I, I think what's gonna happen is that McGregor is gonna get knocked out because McGregor is gonna get too feisty to try to get in, and yeah. Floyd yeah. is just too fast. Floyd
3: hasn't knocked someone out since old Joe Cortez. But it, but again, you're. But, yeah. I mean,
0: now he's fighting somebody who doesn't traditionally box. So that and that's the thing is that you're going to have.
1: I, I gonna think have McGregor's going to get upset exactly. like round seven or eight when he's. He even is it a oh,
3: fight? Yeah, it's a twelve round fight. Probably, it's a twelve round oh, fight. Yeah.
1: Jesus Christ! So he, he's going to get upset around seven, round seven or round eight, and he's just going to be like, you know what? Screw it! I'm just going to go right in, and Mayweather's just going to take him. I, as much as I love McGregor and I think it's going to be a huge hype for the fight, I think McGregor is not going to be able to score the points. He's going to have to go big. And in turn, he's going to get caught.
2: So Floyd Mayweather's last knockout was... Six fights ago. 2011.
3: Yeah, when Joe Cortez stood there with that dumb look on his face when he restarted uh, the fight. It was
2: actually against Victor Ortiz.
3: Was that the when everyone thought he sucker punched him, but the fight had restarted? Uh, I don't know. I'm
2: just looking at Wikipedia for his 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 record. But pr- prior to that was Ricky Hatton.
3: So he have 26
4: have be- wins by knockout out of 49. Yeah, it's been a
2: while, though. When Ricky Hatton's your last knockout before Well, that- Ricky Hatton was your second to last, and the gap between Hatton and Ortiz was almost four years. Yeah, so.
3: when Ricky Hatton's your last knockout, and it's 2011.
1: Tour de Fat is coming to Shane Park. Uh, in July or August, right?
6: Uh, August 12th. August 12th. Saturday.
1: Skylar Gray is going to be the uh, the headliner. She is. Uh, how much are tickets? $25, I
6: think? $25, yep. Uh, we'll have some events where we're actually giving away general admission <laughs> and VIP tickets. How do they find these events? Um, you follow George Bowler on Facebook. No, don't do that. <laughs> um, so... Like- <laughs> Basically, it's it's tough in Michigan. I will just come out and say that it's very tough to advertise events um, leading into them outside of actually going to the bar and seeing event POS up. Um, so if you guys do uh, enjoy going to different Detroit, Ferndale, Royal Oak bars... You may see signage up advertising different events. What
3: about Um, MAD Club? Will I see a sign-up at the MAD Club? Club? At the MAD Club at Mm -hmm. at second base, formerly Stop Spot. No, Uh, no, 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 no. 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 This is at Stevenson and 14 14 mile. Mile. Unfamiliar, yeah. maybe I have uh, to get over is it Twin
6: there. Twin Peaks, yeah. though, not that- It's, it's, right, it's, it's south diagonal. of Twin Peaks. Yes. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't did, mention go, don't a couple, did mention a couple bars earlier. Um, we are having some, some pre-events. Um, you know, think about, your, think about your heavy hitters in terms of quality, quality beers on. Um, yeah, that, that, that participate in the beer world more than just having six beers on tap. Um, huh. But yeah, there will there, be a few different ways. We may actually have a couple of the events posted on our New Belgium website. Um, there's going to be a couple pre-parties leading up where you can actually get tickets and the, the VIP tickets, but there's also going to be a post-party that'll be in Detroit as well. So the, the event goes from four to nine at Shane Park. Um, there's everything from, we, we have carnies that actually work for us. Uh, that you have carnies, we have carnies. Do they smell like cabbage? Oh, I'm sure they do. Do they have teeth. Um, a few. Um, <laughs> no, these guys are awesome. <laughs> when they're off season, what they do is they basically build, they're, they're super talented human beings and they, they build... Um, mutant bicycles. So one of the things that we have at Tour de Fat is a bicycle corral, where there's everything from bikes that, as you're pedaling, they spin around. There's bikes that you ride with someone, uh, basically right next to you. There's there's all these <laughs> super creative bikes. We have different event. We have um, different events like our slow roll competition, where it's a Basically a start, finish line, you're on a bicycle, and it's last one to cross the finish line without oh, yeah. putting your feet down. Those it's, are it's, fun. It's a, hitting, it's, a, yeah. it's a fan favorite. Um, we uh, we got a lot of different games. It's a very interactive um, environment. I mean, it's, it's family-friendly and... Um, yeah we're, we're, we're pretty damn excited for it but uh yeah the, the tickets were we're just about to ramp up our, our marketing for it in the area you'll start to see displays and everything uh pushing you guys to Eventbrite sites or, or wherever to to get the tickets but um yeah you guys will at least know where to get it because follow me on facebook and i'll i'll throw out some some event shout outs for you guys i'll
1: facebook you? stock yeah for sure oh,
6: nice. <laughs> talk dirty to me talk dirty to me <laughs> Oh, Lord. I mean
1: that's that's pretty much it for the uh the day. We appreciate you coming on out.
6: Yeah, it's that's been, right. it's, been awesome.
1: it's been awesome. A lot of fun, a lot of beer. I heard it was good.
6: <laughs> it was. I should say before we go, I, I do want to say I think this is a new Glaris. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that we're yes. drinking rhubarb. Uh, yeah, I, I already rhubarb killed rhubarb. that. That was um, good. it's delicious, super yeah. creamy. I to um, have a sip right
2: now. Why don't,
5: yeah. why don't they put it in the bombers? We need more.
3: It is why they put beer. it in the 40? We can just sit <laughs> yeah, on that no. all afternoon. Right? all, all afternoon, all 15 minutes.
1: Why don't Why don't they just bring it to Michigan? Yes.
3: There
1: yeah. I mean,
0: you, let's you,
3: do that for starters. You're gonna make a
0: deal why with Meyer, you might as well.
5: come to Michigan?
1: I feel like you're saying that as like a direct to me. It was
5: a hit.
1: It was. I'll take it. I'll take it. I, I just don't. Lo- they, they do pale ales and IPAs really well, and that's it. And that just is boring to me. I have a
5: chocolate stat. I'll bring it next week.
1: Okay. If I like it, I will take back every bad thing I've ever said about nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I'm not
7: going to take it back.
1: <laughs> uh, that's going to do it. Don't forget to check out. Uh, like us on Facebook, Better on Draft. Uh, Twitter is Better on Draft. Untapped, Better on Draft. Pod.
2: Instagram.
0: Out is better on Instagram is better on draft. Since
2: I won't be here for the next a better on Grinder. Yeah.
3: Big presence on
2: Grindr. Since uh active account. I won't be here Online right now. I know right. Since I won't be here for the next month, try and hit me up on my Twitter and all that. Um, we were talking during one of the breaks. Um, you gotta we're gonna try something new. On the Facebook Live, or maybe we'll just throw it up on the webpage. Uh, we'll call it Shit I, terror Drinks. Yeah, we're gonna. The shit, <laughs> I like
3: this, this shit, idea.
2: Shit, STDs, STDs. Oh, oh, I like. No, that's, wow. the name. that's the name. I
3: don't know if she'll appreciate. Already, that, already but, done. Good job. But um,
1: Wait, that, so we're uh, we're we're just we're just we're 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 gonna leave it at yeah. that. As I uh, I turn everyone else off, that's gonna do it for us here at the Better Undraft Podcast. I appreciate you all listening. Don't forget to like us. Uh, don't forget to leave a review, a rating on iTunes. Subscribe to us. It helps us a lot. And uh, that's going to do it for us. And no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's better on draft. (laughs) draft. Have a good night.